I've been told I can start the best show tonight. I've been given the go-ahead by Dudio. The dude who built the studio. The whole crew's here. Dudio, AP Mike, Pat Byrne. And we are going to have a great show for you. Tonight's episode of The Best Show, the show on the cusp of the Sharpling and Worcester uh, West Coast Swing. We'll talk more about that. We will be giving tickets out throughout the show. If you want to potentially win tickets for any of the shows, Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, or Los Angeles, you go on Twitter and you uh, try to impress AP Mike, and he's going to award winners for each, each city. We've got Dave Willis. Creator of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, co-creator of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, calling up later to tell us all about the exciting conclusion to the 15-year run of Aqua Teen Hunger Force and so many more surprises up our sleeves. It's going to be a fun show. And you know it's fun when I say it in that weird, sarcastic Voice like I'm talking to a dog that I don't like. It's gonna be a fun show. Oh, brother. Right? Right, guys? Oh, brother. How about that? My friends. And the topic tonight. The hashtag is this sucks. But it's not as simple as that. I want you to t- to tell me the thing that sucks. Rapid fire. And then I'm just going to fix it for it. I'll, I'll help you fix it. Think just no n- a negative thing. It's the dance. Negative and positive. Ions and elect. I don't even know what. Ions, electrodes. I'm already over my head scientifically. Don't know what I'm talking about with science. But I do know what I'm talking about when it comes to the best show and the best program you've ever heard in your life this is my this is why i do this i'm carl sagan man up in this piece and no one come close to, to this right i'm like what's his face uh the the uh the, 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 the tyson what's his name mike mike no not mike tyson neil degrasse tyson Come in here. I'm that of this. Those guys know space and asteroids and quasars. I don't know two things about that, but I do know about making you sit back, laugh, have a grand old time. And that's what we're going to do tonight on The Best Show. Back again. I'm 
yeah, we get right to it now. Not messing around. Not messing around here on The Best Show. My friends, The Best Show is back for another Tuesday night installment. My name's Tom Sharpling. We have an exciting program planned for you tonight. Dave Willis, one of the uh, creators of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, was going to talk to us in a little bit about how that all uh, went down. The 15-year exciting path through history. It ended this past Sunday, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, after 15 years. The phone number, 201-332-3484. Oh, music, what did we just hear? Wow, we heard Dwight Dwight Twilly. What'd you think about that, Mike? It's called Firefly. Hozak Records. Label, man. I don't know how they get it right every time, but they certainly do. Jeepers Creepers, man. This is a 7-inch reissued. Well, first time at vinyl. First time on vinyl. Not at vinyl. On. It's, uh, one side is from 77, the other side's from 1980. Can't go wrong with uh, Hozak Records. H-O-Z-A-C. Before that, La Luz from their album, Weirdo Shrine, which is on the Hardly Art label. We heard, I Want to Be Alone With You. Great record. Hardly Art. Great label. And starting us off, well, how about that? It's a, it's, it's a, another Hozak. It's like a party over at uh, Hozak Records tonight. We heard Brown Spiders, a single uh, which just came out called, same as the song is, It's Something to Do. I don't know this Brown Spiders band. It says it was recorded in uh, South Africa in 2013. That was good stuff, man. Just shows good music knows no boundaries. And you can write that down. Write that down. You hear me? Good music knows no boundaries. Right? Now I'm going to get yelled at by somebody. Right there. They've got a, the, 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 the crew out there. It's like, uh, they put everything through a fine tooth comb. I'll tell you. You should have heard it earlier. I came in. I sat down at the studio and AP Mike. I swear to you, they had a 35 minute conversation about hot dogs and they were not kidding. They were not kidding. Well, what's your favorite kind of hot dog? Well, I don't know. I like ballpark Franks. What kind of buns do you like? And I sat there. I thought I, I, I thought I was, I thought I had died and gone to hell. And I was like, I promise to atone for all the sins I've committed in my life. I will be a better person if you give me another chance. Please. Give me another chance. This cannot be how I go down listening to two 
adults have an in-depth, completely unironic conversation about which kind of hot dog buns they prefer. You want another thing? I'm not even sure what they said, and I'm still a little interested in what their answer was. That's the worst part of it. I was working so hard to tune it out that now I'm kind of like, well, those two dudes sure knew a thing or two about hot dogs. Maybe I should have paid attention to uh, to uh, kind of uh, bump up my hot dog eating experience on my end of things. But you know what? I'm too proud to ask them now. Because this would be the, I tell you, this would be the feather in both of their caps. They'll be strutting around. You had that. You tuned us out. Then now, now, who look who wants to know about hot dog buns. Look who wants to know. Look who's coming, crawling back, asking about which bun is the best. Yeah, they're only going to say potato roll. Why is that called potato? There's, how many, how much potato? How much potato can, there's no actual potato in a potato roll. It's only called that because it feels like you ate six potatoes. You eat one of those, and you, it's probably, it's like a starch overload, right? To your system? Is that why it's called a potato roll? I don't know, man. These two. They get me. This is how they get me. I'm half interested. I'm gonna have to ask them about which hot dog roll. And just so you know, AP Mike is in control of uh, tickets for uh, Sharpling and Worcester Live. We're, the tour starts this week. We play uh, Seattle on Thursday. Uh, Portland on Saturday is sold out. Um, then next uh, Thursday, September 3rd, we will be at uh, the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. And on September 5th at uh, in Los Angeles at the El Rey Theater. We have a pair of tickets for each show. And AP Mike is going to decide the winner. So if you get on Twitter, you, da- you dance for him a little bit, you could, might win the tickets. Mike's asking, want- oh, God. So Mike wants to know what their favorite hot dogs are. So Twitter tonight is going to be uh, a lot of hot dog talk with AP Mike. And let me say something else about AP Mike. This guy needs to get verified, but fast. And I'm serious now, because there's some clown on here who started a a false AP Mike account, which is exactly what we were worried would happen if he wasn't verified. Now you got some guy saying he's AP Mike. I'm not even going to say the name of his account. I'm not even going to dignify this this, uh, cretin. But who do we talk to about getting AP Mike verified? He's, he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got pretenders now. People masquerading as AP Mike. And God knows wh- what they're going to get up to, right? And it's the classic, it's the classic clown uh, aping someone on on uh, Twitter. They're not good at it. They're just not good. They. They're saying shocking stuff, but it's it's not what Mike would say. Mike is a uh, the real AP Mike, not this faux AP Mike. He's uh, 
We, what, what have we called you in the past, Mike? An S-House Shakespeare, right? Like, that's what he is. He's like he's high and low at the same time. He speaks to the masses, but he, he encourages uh, he's, he encourages intelligence. He's not just like some, some uh, this goon pretending to be him on Twitter. Not good. So let's get him. He's been the associate producer for the show for 10 years. Let's get him verified, for goodness sake. Someone help with that, huh? And if you're interested in tickets to see Sharpling and Worcester live, you go to stereolaughs.com slash tour. That's stereolaughs, L-A-F-F-S dot com slash tour. And right now, I'd like to take a second and say to the dirtbag at Wawa, you know who you are. You did something bad, and I don't like it, what you did. You almost made me, uh, you could have, you could have, uh, poisoned me for life. I brought to the counter a diet iced tea, Wawa style. Lemon. Natural. I'm not going to go for that peach malarkey. I'm not going to go for that fake peach. I'm going to go for their fake tea flavor. And the woman says to me at the counter, she says, are you going to finish that? Like, do you want to, do you want me to put it in the bag or are you just going to drink it now? I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, that one, it's open already. You started drinking it already. And I look, I was like, I didn't start drinking it already. And she just goes, oh, that's disgusting. Some creep decided they'd take a quick sip off a Wawa diet iced tea. Popped it open, took their sip, closed the lid, stuck it back in the cooler. I almost bought that thing. Who knows what disease I'd be walking around around with right now, right? I don't know. Be walking around with uh, the, the, some creep out there. That's uh, that's how uh, the it's like the Tylenol thing. I don't know. Somebody dropped something in there. Maybe maybe it was their chance to get me. Maybe they knew. Maybe it was like an episode of Columbo. Only Columbo would have come in and said uh, at the end, he would have caught the, the creep who dropped something in my diet iced tea. Knowing, like every episode of Columbo, being able to guess exactly what someone's actions would be to the millimeter. So I know you're, I know you're listening, you dirtbag. You're taking a sip. This thing's 99 cents. You can't just buy that. Gotta put your mouth all over it, then close it back up. It's a sick world. Wawa's only one of the few. I thought Wawa was a refuge from this kind of behavior. I thought that was this kind of stuff that went on at a quick check. That's quick check behavior, everyone. That's 7-Eleven behavior. That's what you do with a 7-Eleven or a Quick Check or a Sheets if you're out in western Pennsylvania. That's how you act out there. You don't act that way in a Wawa. You're humble at a Wawa. You go in Wawa with a sense of humility. But no. Disgracing the temple. 
popping the thing, sipping from it, closing it up. I hope you were refreshed. Refresh. And that's another weird refreshed. Like when everybody's like, oh, you, you got to admit that Donald Trump, it's refreshing what he said. Refreshing? Really? That's refreshing? Like, yeah, it's like you're refreshed from this, uh, from this goon that, who looks like, as I've said on, as I'm on record as saying, he looks like, uh, if a, uh, orangutan, uh, stuck his head in a cotton candy maker and then pulled his head out and had that on top of his head. That's what he looked like. A curious orangutan. I said that on a Vulture when I did recaps of um, Celebrity Apprentice. And boy, they did not want me. Uh, I ran, uh, I wore my welcome out there pretty fast. I said halfway through the thing, I'm going to only refer to uh, Donald Trump as a F face from here out. I'll never call him Donald Trump again. And they were just like, oh, we'd really prefer if you didn't uh, do that. Oh, geez. Jeepers, boss. Let me, uh, please don't, don't cut me out from that, uh, all that sweet recap money. I was pulling all nighters on that thing. I think I'm still paying the price health wise. I'd watch that show, stay up all night, write the recap, hand it in, sleep for an hour and a half, then go to work. telling you refreshing you got to it's refreshing what he's doing with politics like a guy like that yeah it's refresh it's refreshing the way um look is it hilarious yeah it's hilarious i think it's the funniest thing i've ever seen that this 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 lout it's like it's like a real life caddyshack this this is what it would be like if we were, if you were actually a member of that country club and then Rodney Dangerfield came in and acted like that. This is what it would feel like. It would be hilarious, but you'd be like, yeah, I still hope this guy doesn't actually ruin this country club. We got a pretty nice thing going on here at Bushwood. Look, sure, Judge Smales is a, a, a jerk. Uh, I'm not crazy about Dr. Beeper or any of these people. Spalding creeps me out. But this Al Chervik coming in here. Next thing you turn around, the golf course is being blown up. That's where you end up. That's what that's what Donald Trump. He's like an evil version of evil. He's like the Jackie Mason from Caddyshack Two. I never saw Caddyshack Two. I'm assuming he did similar uh, sorts of hijinks to the golf course, and uh, that it was less fun. I'm assuming, right? Did anybody see that out there? Caddyshack 2? Yeah. Who said that? Dudio? Yeah. Jackie Mason's character in it, did he come to the country club and was he just like, I gotta do the thing. I gotta take over the country club. I gotta run these people out. They try to do. Is that what he did? Exactly. Yeah. So he, so he was like, he was playing the Rodney Dangerfield, uh, role in that. And then Dan Aykroyd did the Bill Murray role. Bill Murray was a no-show in Caddyshack 2. 
Look, I'm not equating Wawa with church in terms of uh, thing, but uh, when you're going for uh, it's 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 the it's the rest stop equivalent of that because you're supposed to be uh, respectful. Go to a Wawa; they keep it clean, they run it nice, tight ship. There, you you repay that. It's a social contract, people. I'm telling you, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I got half a mind to start hanging out in the back of the Wawa cooler now. Trying to see who's popping the lids on those things and taking sips. I got half a mind. I'll start hanging out in that Wawa cooler. You do that. What's that, Mike? Well, they clearly didn't have one aimed at the diet iced tea today. Maybe I should go back there tonight and say, all right. Let's review the footage. All right, we're gonna we're gonna catch this guy. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be a fourteen-year-old. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. So look, I love watching Donald Trump be this mutant with this. But just like Al Chervik, you see what happens when he takes over the golf course. Next thing you know, you got, uh, guys making, uh, making, uh, uh, squirrels out of, uh, and gophers out of, uh, 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 explosives. Throwing them down gopher holes. I'm being told line two has a hot gas rat. I'm being told to go to the phones right now and to forego the usual riffraff who call the show and go right to the hotline because there is a an all star waiting to speak to uh to me. Uh is this Dave Willis? Yes, Tom, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Dave Willis, co creator of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. The late great the late great Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yep. Until the reboot. <laughs> oh, that's there. You go. That's that's the spirit. We're talking to reboot, buddy. Because <laughs> that's the thing. You make people go like, "Why? Are, why is it gone?" And then they don't say that if it never goes away. They never say that. But then you take it away. Then they're like, "Oh, if only we you could just, have Aquatine back." You yo-yo their emotions. Yeah. Yeah. You yank them around. Next, and then rope them back in. Well, I'm going to tell you, Dave. Next, you do that. Next thing you know, you're you're in my shoes here, a room full of equipment I bought out of pocket, and then I'm on a I'm on a sinking ship here. Don't do it, Aquatine. I'm pulling. I'm saying Aquatine's. It's done though. It is no, done. I mean, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna keep making the show. We're just gonna run it off the. We're just gonna air it off the side of my woodshed in the back. Just anybody oh. who wants to come by can check it out. So you're gonna be like. I heard this story about um, uh, about Sam Peckinpah, like late late in life when they wouldn't let him direct any more movies. He was still just like editing them at home and would just be like, "Hey, why don't you come by? I got a uh, improved cut here of uh, Cross of Iron. I want to see if any anybody want to watch this new cut of Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia." And everybody's like, "That's the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my life." A guy just still cutting the movies he that came out ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Yeah, 
Yeah, I had a um, I had a line about the um, about ending the show because uh, I was asked, you know, what were you going to say about the when you're asked about ending the show? And I said, uh, you know, yeah, there's there comes a time, you know, when a piece of art or whatever that you end it with some, you know, some class and some dignity, and you know, I just wasn't really ready to do that just yet but they uh, 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 me. so uh, uh, so here we are so here's the ending yeah <laughs> yeah this is how it ends <laughs> i'll say this i watched that finale it was on sunday night i got choked up watching it <laughs> i actually yeah i did i got it was i thought yeah right I got choked up about three months ago reading a couple of the lines. Because mm-hmm. so, then, you know, my wife and certain people that I work with were like, well, you know, how do you, how do you feel about it? And I was like, about the same way I felt about it the other three times I watched it six hours ago. <laughs> and I was like kind of over it at that point. But, um, but yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's crazy because we, you know, we were, we all, we started it, and we were, I guess I was uh, late 20s, just mm-hmm. maybe just turned 30 or something, and, and uh, you know, now we're middle-aged, we got kids. I was just dating my wife at the time, and, you know, my life just completely changed. My kids are in the final scene of that, you know, finale, and I was just trying to explain to them how this... Uh, they used to call it the little hot dog show around at work, you know, and it was like, I remember, I remember, like, I was trying to explain to my kids, I was like, this is what paid for this house, you know, this is how we live, this show, this show has been your daddy's life, you know, mm-hmm. more than you. <laughs> yeah, you. you. But, uh, <laughs> I do remember, like, there was an ad sales guy when we first pitched it, you know, and we first presented it and it was really really poorly received internally and not <laughs> not just by not just by our bosses but just by pretty much everyone and then you know it started to pick up after like episode six or so and mm-hmm. we were doing space ghost at the time too but um i remember being at a urinal and the head of ad sales sort of parking next to me and go boy you really pulled that boy, you really pulled that shit out of the fire you know and i was like Man, I've just had nothing but blinders about this show. I love it. It's uh-huh. crazy. I love it. Yeah. You know, I, I like I couldn't I couldn't see past it. I couldn't see how anyone else would hate it or how it would turn anyone else off. I was like, This this is great. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. It's it's uh it's kinda nuts. Yeah. But, uh, but you and you did it. I, I, you did it. Um Yeah, we did it. We did it. We did it for a while. I remember showing, when I was working on the TV show Monk, I was in the office uh, showing an episode back in the the early days of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and uh, I should say we have Dave Willis, the co-creator, along with Matt Malero. Is that correct, right? Of Aqua Teen yep, Hunger Force. So, I showed it in the office. We had these guest writers in the office, and uh, they were... They were the kind of dudes who worked on like, uh, like really conventional, uh, detective shows and stuff. And, uh, it was lunch time and I put this thing on and, uh, 
the one guy was so mad at it. Like, he was, he was like, he was, he was visibly furious at it and then got up and walked out of the room. And this is like a guy who is more or less trying to make a good impression to like get hired for this, like get a full-time job out of this thing. And even, and even with that in front of him. Just to play nice for 11 minutes, he couldn't, he walked out and then he, all he moaned about for the rest of the time was his like, yeah, the show with the, the, the t- talking hot dog, you know, you got the milkshake, the show with the French fries. He was so, and it was just, that, that was the first time I saw like the, what somebody who w- didn't like Adult Swim at all how they act, actually reacted to the stuff. It wasn't theoretical. Uh, yeah, he was not happy. Oh, boy. Yeah, but, and it's weird, too. It's just, uh, it, was a, it was a weird, um, I never, I, I just never saw it how other people saw it. I mean, I remembered finishing the cut and bringing it to uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, you know, who I'd been married, and then she, but I was like, I remembered watching her watch it and and thinking, you know, maybe I'm in trouble here because there wasn't a big, wasn't a lot of response coming from her. And uh, it took her about a year to confess later that, you know, she despised it completely. Uh-huh. <laughs> and did not think it was a very good idea. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I mean, there are lots of people like that, so it's fine. It's fine. Worked out. To be fair to these people, it's super it's super weird, and if you're not ready for that, it's like you're like, wait, when does when does something start happening on this thing? And then you're like, oh, this is the show now, like. But like, it's not even. I mean, compared to what's on now, you know, I mean, it's not even remotely. I would say it's like quaint prime time compared to where the block went, you know? Yeah, but it, but I mean, wouldn't it, you agree? I mean, but it started. I mean, look at Rick and look at Rick and Morty. I mean, Rick and Morty is insane, you know, yeah. but, it's but great, but you were like the, uh, the, the, I, I feel like that adult swim weirdness truly started with Aqua Teen hunger force, like to where I think, I think probably, I think probably space ghost. I think we are. I think everybody, everybody who was working on those early shows kind of filtered through space ghost boot camp and just the sure but at least there was a framework for space at least space ghost had the trappings of <laughs> it's a talk show and then it like broke out the things there was a there's a point with this show where it's like oh, oh wait it's about two houses and it's, it's really just a show about the the three two houses <laughs> but the three we couldn't afford to we couldn't afford to keep like drawing houses like we had to keep it at two houses it's so funny <laughs> it's, it's like we were going to do a whole season where the aqua teens just like are abducted or they just leave or they they just move somewhere else and then new tenants move in mm-hmm. and over the course of the season the tenants just start to morph and have these horrific convulsions 
And uh-huh. Uh-huh. over the course of the season, they morphed into the Aqua Teens. And the real star of the show is the house. But, uh, <laughs> we just couldn't uh, couldn't sell that one. So now, car, car look, I'm not going to. When when did you see the thing start to to change this this perception of things? When did people start getting when you could feel people were were into this thing, and then not only into it but getting obsessed with this thing? Uh, I I remember I remember being in East Atlanta at a, um, in line to get into some bar, and some guy was like starts jabbing me and it's like you know you 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 you're the aqua teen guy you're the aqua teen guy and i'm like yeah oh yeah yeah great awesome that's cool you know and i mean it's it's fun you know when you're like when you're working cartoons it's fun to it's fun to get to have people notice you you know it's like you, you get about once every six months or so and it's it's a nice little pat on the back you know and mm-hmm. the guy was like i work at jersey mike's you know if you ever want like a six inch sub or whatever <laughs> you ask for terry i'll hook you up and wow. uh the whole wow a whole six inch sub really <laughs> huge fan there really, really showing you the really showing you the special we treatment could, we could probably work out some employee discount if you want to go up to the foot long but uh uh yeah i i I think that that really was kind of a moment where it was like, "All right, you've made it." <laughs> now, Carl, because you're, uh, you, 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 can I? I, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. Some kid got my cell phone number, uh-huh. and he's from Jersey. Yeah, and his name's Warren. I, I want to say he's from Teaneck. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Don't give his information. Don't give kid. his last name or anything. No, right? I won't. Okay. That's all I know about him. Okay. Uh, but, uh, he, uh, he keeps calling me and keeps texting me and keeps wanting to interview me. And I finally, um, I finally called him. I called uh-huh. him back. Yeah. And I said, uh, all right, Warren, I'm ready. <laughs> and, um, and he asked me about the most arcane characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this was an hour long conversation. And, uh. I think this would be a really good podcast, this guy. If he could just crank call different people that work on different shows, mm-hmm. and we could just sort of funnel their cell phone numbers to this, this kid. And let him do the interviews? Yeah. I think it's a good franchise for, yeah. for best show. That's fine. I'm actually going to say this. Out. This kid, Warren, I want, him, I want to set you up with him, Tom. I'm going right. to give him your cell phone number. No, 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 no. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm actually working on something that I'm going to launch soon, and I'm not kidding. It's This is serious. It is going to be celebrity interviews done prank phone, obscene phone call style. Where it would be, it would be, like, yeah, it'd be like me calling him, or maybe we'll get AP Mike to do it. I don't know. Be like, be like, uh, like they pick up, be like Nick Offerman picks up, like, hello, and they're like, Bleh. What are you wearing? And he's like, I'm wearing a shirt and uh, and jeans. He's like, oh yeah. So you have a book out now. Tell me about the book. It's it's a hardcover book now. And I'm actually, we are seriously working on that. I have been making notes. Uh, that was that was going that is going to launch. Maybe I'll loop this kid Warren in on it. I think Warren would be great. I'm, I was like, 
I, he, the, the interview would go like this. He's like, hello, Dave. Are you ready for my interview? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Uh, and I, I handed the phone to my nine-year-old, you know, and then, uh-huh. and then, but then I heard all these earnest questions. And I was like, all right, I owe it to this kid to really talk to him in depth. And um, but his questions were like, it was sort of like the you remember that Chris Farley show skit? It was yeah. it was sort of weirdly like that. Like it was like this, what happened to Gary? And I'd say <laughs> Gary who, and he'd be like Gary the pork chop. From season four, what and I was happened? like, um, "I was like, I think he's dead." Uh-huh. We only had that one little scene with him. And he's like, "All right, what happened to uh, what happened to the talking file cabinet from season six? What what happened?" I mean, it was like an hour of this. That is, and then I said, "Look, look, let's we're going to do this interview. We'll do it later." Uh-huh. Um, and then you got to promise we'll never do an interview again. Yeah, you had to uh, draw the line on Warren. <laughs> that is so funny. It's like can I tell you that they can I tell you that they built a car just like Too Wicked? Have you seen that stuff that I posted up? An actual a car? Too car? No, I have not seen like, that. Where is that? They got a Dodge uh, Stealth. Uh huh. Like, Carl's original car, Too Wicked, yeah. was, um, Malero was driving a Dodge Stealth at the time. We took a picture of it, and then we mocked it up in Photoshop for Carl. And uh, they actually bought a Dodge Stealth with 88,000 miles on it. Totally souped it up. It is, it is like, it is Carl's car. They're giving it away. Oh in a week, God. I think. Now, where did yeah. Carl, where, did, uh, where, where can people see this, first of all? I, I want to be able to see it, too. I don't know. I I know it's on my. I know I posted a couple pictures on my Twitter. I'm sure it's on AdultSwim.com. They had okay. some sort of bingo thing. I think they're doing it again this Sunday, like an app. I don't know. It's super complicated. I haven't even I, like. I couldn't follow. I honestly download. could not follow any of that bingo stuff. It was. <laughs> I thought it was a prank, and I was like, Yeah, I'm not going to go too deep into that because I I'm going to be the butt of a joke if I start scribbling <laughs> down like it was. Yeah. Like Adult Swim was running. They, yeah, they they like somehow created some app that squirt water into your ear. Yeah, yeah. Like if you do it, but, exactly. Um, yeah, it would no, be. Long. No, it's it's legit. It's legitimate, and the car is amazing uh, enough enough so that I would have I would have totally I would totally drive this car right now, like around. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a tape deck, a Mitsubishi tape tape deck that works. It's really. It's really cool, actually. Wouldn't that like, be Wouldn't that be ironic? Suddenly, you become Carl, <laughs> like the person you 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 abused for fifteen years. This character, Probably the person I'm pretending to be. Yeah. yeah, and then suddenly you're just like, yeah, I guess I'm that guy. I guess I'm. I was he's him all the time. He's a lot easier to access. I mean, Meatwad's. Me, what's hard? You have to think of like really sweet things mm-hmm. and be sweet, and it's just like I'm ruined at this point. Like I, it's really hard to access that part of me. But Carl's very easy, very quick. Yeah, very quick to the trigger. And who is, is there? Is there somebody? And I'm not even saying you have to say who it is. Who was the inspiration for Carl? Like it's so because that's like I know I have a couple. Of, 
I have a relative who looks shockingly like Carl and <laughs> from New Jersey. And I'm just like, oh, boy, how did Dave know uh, about? <laughs> he's, he's definitely he's a composite of a bunch of different people. But, um, you know, and, and my uncle Skip is certainly, you know, <laughs> plays a role in that. Uh-huh. My uncle Skip had a friend named Glenn who once told a guy who spent a night in jail because he told some guy he was going to send his head to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) They had a dispute over a parking space. (laughs) And he was going to send his head to the moon. (laughs) I'm going to send your head to the moon. Now, now Carl's still alive. uh, That's the thing. (laughs) Carl's still alive. In, in this, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That we 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 left that little loophole open, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so, so that he could do, so he could do football picks. <laughs> yes. Until until the the wheels come off the thing, Carl might still be talking about what's going to happen to the the Saints. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I as soon as JPP. Blew his finger off with firework. I was uh-huh. like, "Oh, yes, that's that's our week one discussion." Economy, yes. When do you know about this, Mike? The guy on the Giants who blew uh, two fingers off of his hand playing with fireworks. Was it two fingers? Was it one or two? Mike is correct. I thought it was two, but it's only one. His index finger. He's not even the only. He's not even the only NFL player to have blown a finger off. During uh, during July Fourth weekend, there were a couple. That is, don't these guys <laughs> these guys know that? Like, I never, I never ever understood the appeal of lighting your own fireworks. It's like, well, they're not going to be, as, they're never going to be as good as like, well, well, I could do this terrible version of this thing that I bought from a store, and I don't know what's going to happen with it. Or I could watch professionals do this top-notch thing also, and I will not get hurt. Oh, my God. I and, never... if you're go- and if you're going to do it, I mean, don't you have, like, five guys? Like, guys that carry your boombox and your weed around in a Coke bottle. And, you know, I mean, don't you have one of those to, to, to... blow his fingers off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see, yeah. The, Chris yeah. Car- Did you see um, the Chris Carter... Uh, Warren Sapp thing at the NFL deal? No, I didn't. What happened? It's so unbelievably, it's um, my friend Jim Fortier was showing me this, and he was like, he's like, take it. and it's not, it's not like, look, guys, stay away from fast women, stay away from fast cars, stay away from drinking and driving. Yeah, keep it, it was keep it clean. Find it a clean. guy, yeah. who will take the fall for the things you are inevitably going to do this season. <laughs> Oh my and god! And they filmed it professionally, yeah. and it's out on the internet. Oh, I gotta watch that. You believe this is like this multi, this multi, huge, yeah, and he's, billion dollar, and they ha- this is their internal video. Yeah, to just say, get one of your guys to be. Uh, it's like an episode of Ballers come to life. <laughs> Good heavens! <laughs> Have you watched Ballers yet, Dave Willis? I've watched about, watched about four minutes of it. Oh, yeah. I'm all, I watched all the episodes. Yeah. I watched all of it. The season finale was last, 
Wait, did I, I, I watched half, I didn't watch the other, I watched, I have 10 minutes to go in the season finale. I don't know what happens to, uh, <laughs> I watch sex, drugs, and rock and roll under your recommendation. Yeah, good show. <laughs> it's like Johnny Rocker. Yeah, it's like somebody handed Dennis Leary an, an issue of Mojo and a check and a check for four million dollars, and said, "Yeah, come up with something." <laughs> so, oh, man. Now, Dave, was it? What, 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 who was the hardest of, or the weirdest of all the voice talent who came in on Aqua Teen Hunger Force over the years? You had so many oh, great this people. A, this is such a loaded question. Well, then the, you can you don't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good one, though. Okay, well, can, should I say, um, is it Danzig? It, it would it would have to be. Although I thought Danzig's going to be on Portlandia, right? Did you just see that? No. I was like, I hope they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Danzig was, you know, for the longest time, he wouldn't do it. And then we finally got him to do it, and then he insisted on controlling his design. And we kept having to redraw him with more muscles because he kept getting, getting the note. <laughs> Our animator kept getting the note, I need more muscles. Mm-hmm. I'm way more cut than that. <laughs> way more. I, re- I remember him. I remember hearing him say that. I'm way more cut than that. And finally, our animator was like, "I cannot. I can't physically draw more mu- anatomically. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's no place on his body to put more muscles. Like it would be cartoonish if I put any more muscles on him. And then his other note was, "I'm, um, you know." I look short, you know, don't make me so short. And I'm like, you know, well, it's the paper you got, the facts you got, that's 11 inches tall. I mean, like, I didn't put you, like, next to R2-D2 looking upward. Like, you're, you're, we did him great favors. He, he looked six foot four in the show. Yeah, you're just doing, doing this guy solid every which way. He, you know, he's not nearly that cut as he is in two. Oh, no. When did you do it? In two thousand twelve, he was on. Yeah, or something. It was, it was longer ago than that, but okay. certainly he was yeah. on the backside. <laughs> uh, you know, it was. I remembered it was. It was a while after Spin had done, but Spin was doing those. Were doing those issues like these are the these are going to be the hot things this year, and he had sort of been picked as like. He's going to break out. He's going to be a big star. It's not just going to be the misfits. I mean, he's going to be on the radio. Like yeah. that was the gist of the article. Okay. And then you read the article, and it's all spent in the back of this comic book shop. And then you read it, and you're like, "No, there's no way. This guy, <laughs> he's he is. He's got something, but <laughs> no. My mom will never know who Glenn Danzig is. And no. and uh, he uh. But uh, yeah, and he really enjoyed. He actually was fun in the in the studio, and he actually enjoyed doing it. And at a certain point, he was like, "You want me to do it in German?" And then we were like, "Yeah, we'll delete it, but that's fine. Do it in German." <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's now now he's got the uh, now he's got the straw hat and the cane on, and he's doing the da- any kind of dance for you guys. And you're like, "Yeah, I think I, I, I think we got what we're gonna do here, uh, Glenn. We're gonna use, we gotta." Jump. We used one of his German lines. 
where he's, uh, <laughs> you think he goes, Gustowny. We just didn't know what it meant, so we thought it was funny. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, he, he was, he was all right. Um, who else I was remember just, recording? Not even bad. Zach you don't have to Wilde talk about was, bad ones. You could talk about insane ones. Zach Wild was great. I mean, he was like, uh, but I, we recorded some guitar with him at like nine in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing him, uh, you know, in the, in the middle of his lines, just say off mic, get another Heineken in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's getting ready. He's he's priming the pump to play. Well, what did you think when we did when we did you way back? Oh, I was I did my I was in Toronto at the time for uh, for work, and so they had to like patch me in. They found a studio in the middle of nowhere in like some guys like double wide, and I went to it. And I was terrified to do the thing. And I was doing the voice and I, I, I was, this guy was watching me through the glass and I was covered in sweat. I was so nervous doing that voice. <laughs> and I didn't even know what things meant where you were, you were like, at one point you're like, uh, you want me to uh, read you in? I was like, um, no. And I didn't know what, <laughs> I didn't know what it meant, but I definitely made a decision no and then it was like i was having a hard time and you're like oh, yeah i think i'm gonna read you in on this we'll just get a better flow going here if i just do the line before oh that's read you in yeah okay yeah let's do that you can read me in now that was that is one of the all-time highlights to do the uh to do the voice to do a voice on aqua teen hunger force i got to do uh Willie Nelson, the spider, the onion spider, who right. was the last right. person seen in the whole s series because he lived That's in right. the attic, That's right? right? Yeah, I think it's implied that he uh, that the neighborhood is, is uh, going through some uh, going through some changes, getting a little upscale, and maybe he moved downstairs after they left, and the Papa John strangler. <laughs> I, I almost stole that from you in an interview. Did, 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 don't you have something about the Papa John strength? <laughs> yeah, we've talked about the Papa the idea. I think attaching any sort of strangler to like, like saying that there was like a Muppet. There was a guy strang like. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see this Muppets Most Wanted. This Muppets Most Wanted strangler has me a little nervous. I'm going to be in the theater. Somebody's going to start choking me from behind. I don't know. Like it would be their worst nightmare if that if there was that got tied to the like somebody specifically going after people seeing a certain movie. It would be like you're like the like you picture them at like Henson being like, oh no, what Muppet Strangler? Oh no, what are we going to do? No one's going to see this movie now. Do we have to film a thing with Kermit saying that nobody's going to get strangled at the, at the showing and put it on beforehand? Like, what are we so, uh, so, uh, Yeah, we were just, 
Yeah, we were uh, I was just doing this Carl thing where I was just saying, yeah, the pop is a mostly the Papa John's, you know, the Papa John's strangling. There's a distinct pattern of uh, victims <laughs> all around the house, one across the street, two down there. <laughs> but they keep delivering, you know, what can I say? <laughs> the Papa John's strangling. <laughs> no. Dave, you also have uh, you 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 uh, were like you're like the Chuck Lorre of uh, Adult Swim right now, where you have Chuck Lorre or Chuck Willery? <laughs> Chuck Lorre, where where which one is better? Chuck, uh, well, your pretty face is going to hell. Has been there's been a season of that now. Where where is, is that season over too? <clears throat> No, no, we we uh, we we took a break last weekend because um, of the half hour. Oxygen. Oh, that, okay, that we're, makes we're sense. coming. We're coming back this weekend. We got a whole episode about. Um, I think we have six more episodes. Oh wow! New, oh, great new season. Yeah, yeah. This uh, week is. Um, well, Chris will will hate that I say this, but it's probably our least favorite of the twelve. <laughs> it's, it's still pretty funny. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's the. That's the marketing major coming through. That's right. That's hey, I'm 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 giving straight talk here, but you know uh, that means that when you say it's good, though, then people know it's actually you mean it's good. I I laugh I laugh at it, but I think he and I would both pick it as our least favorite of the twelve. Okay. um, So, uh, but it's about uh, Cerberus, the um, Satan's three-headed dog, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, the voices are played by. Matt Gorley of Super Ego does mm-hmm. um, there's a little tiny head based on the, my dog at home, mm-hmm. the moron, and then there's another sort of British fop head, and then <clears throat> then Phil Henry plays uh, the head in the middle, which is sort of like a Rush Limbaugh, except <laughs> maybe a, a little a little more open about his anti-Semitism, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so which, yeah, yeah, it's it, but but it's good. I mean, I'm I'm. I'm incredibly proud of it. I do it with uh, uh, Casper Kelly, who does, um, who did uh, that Too Many Cooks uh, mm. video, you know, about six months yeah, ago. Yeah, the dream crusher. Too Many Cooks. <laughs> Flattening all the other Adult Swim infomercials in its path. All right. Doesn't matter how long people worked on them. Oh, Say goodbye to your dreams. Here comes Too Many Cooks. Deleting. <laughs> they might as well have deleted my thing. Uh, that we did here, the, our thing. It's like, yeah, too many cooks ate it. Like, it literally was digitally consumed by this other infomercial. It literally ate it and swallowed it, and you can't see it anymore. <laughs> so, it, it, um, but I, I love, uh, your pretty face. And, uh, you have like, first of all, one of the crazy things about it is that, it's got so much uh anime so much cg uh stuff in it to recreate hell and um you actually it shows how that stuff advances so much where it's like it's slightly better than like the stuff in like that third star wars movie <laughs> like when they were yeah, riding the like Hobbit, the lava yeah. thing down the they were riding like a lava river like your lava looks better like your hell looks better than like that lava planet from 
a Star Wars the from yeah Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Yeah, no, it, yes, yes, yeah. We were we sort of. I mean, it's still very low budget, but we're we're we just sort of figured we'll let the budget determine the ceiling on on how crappy this thing can maybe look, and we're just going to try our hardest to make it look like the desolation of Smaug. <laughs> but it's so funny, and you've got so many good people on it. Um, Craig Rowan, super funny, and uh, yeah, the dude who was yeah. the. What's the what's the guy who's the big boss from the Sopranos was the uh Matt Cerrito. Yeah. yeah, he's he's also in Banshee and he's he's awesome. I mean, he's incredible. He's like he'll come in when we don't know what we're doing and he's like just put you need to put a camera here, camera here, do the two <laughs> shots single, uh the reverse and we're out. <laughs> that is so <laughs> funny. Right, yeah. That's that's and, what David Chase would tell you. Um And he's saying it covered yeah, in red he, makeup. <laughs> yeah, they sort of like, you know, haven't we figured out a way to do this digitally? And we're like, no, no. It's, uh, the type of makeup is called Cajun Red. Uh-huh. And we bought uh, all of it that's available. <laughs> like they, they stopped making it for some reason. Uh-huh. So now we, we had to buy all of it. Sort of like um, Stephen Jobs was with his uh, his uh, turtlenecks, you know, where, he, where yeah. they stopped making them and he Bought 200 of them. Yeah, like Jay Leno so yeah, buying all those to... denim shirts. Like, I heard he bought all the denim shirts available. Like, those shirts are, like, weirdly expensive now. Those, like, workman's, those workman shirts. Just like, yeah, those are, like, <laughs> those are rare now. Hey, you got a little, uh, you got a little uh, sort of distressed look? <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it so stiff and dark. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah, we spray them, we, we, we spray them head to toe with, um, with Cajun red alcohol based makeup and, uh, they stay at the embassy suites in Atlanta where they leave piles upon piles of, uh, towels that are drained, that are just blood red. Yeah, they must love. <laughs> yeah, Henry was like, I see, like the... I could tell that the maid thinks I like, like, it, like strangled a hooker in here and yeah. just slowly <laughs> taking her out to the parking lot a and, day at a time. And that's Henry. Is Henry Zabra- Henry Zabrowski? Henry Zab- Zabrowski, who is um, he's in uh, he's going to be in this NBC Heroes reboot. Okay. And uh, they are paying him the kind of money that will make a situation where we're we're just not going to be able to shoot with him again unless it's like christmas eve yeah um where you're like yeah what are you doing on uh black friday henry you feel like shooting (laughs) on black friday you want to putting on the red makeup and yeah yeah you want to fly look doing us a solid yeah it's not hard to fly the day before things you'd spend thanksgiving in atlanta and then we're going to shoot. <laughs> we'll fly you in. We'll fly you out in 11 hours. We'll have it all. We'll do 18 pages in 11 hours. Yeah. And he is and we'll all. we'll have you back on the plane. <laughs> in With red makeup still stuck behind your ears. He, um... he got to the point. They all got to the point where they were just not cleaning behind their ears. Uh-huh. Or the uh-huh. bald spots. Uh-huh. They just wear a hat. <laughs> uh-huh. Just like, that's red 
ink, this red ink basically will come off at some point. He's also in novelty. He's in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He's one of Leonardo. Di- he's part of the gang in Wolf of Wall Street. Henry, yeah. Which uh, do you know Henry? I've met him a couple times. Have you met he's, him? he's really funny yeah. and really sweet guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I mean, we we were when we cast him out of New York. We he was the first one I clicked on, and I was like, "This is amazing." If all of them are like this, and they weren't, but. Like, a week later, we found out Scorsese was interested in him. And I remember telling our casting agent that. She goes, Henry Zabrowski? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He had to do, like, a whole – he had to improvise, like, a whole dinner scene in Scorsese's uh, hotel room with, like, three other actors. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that kind of pressure? And um, Yeah, just to improvise. Yeah. And then, so he got, he gets that job and then he's, and you're just like, you already signed the thing. You have to put red makeup on before you go do your Martin Scorsese movie. About once every two weeks, I will text him and just remind him at how, listen, when some of these people get big, no one remembers them for, they don't remember, uh, you know, they don't remember Robin Williams for. Father's Day. They don't remember him for those. They remember him for the early stuff, man. They remember, you know. I just have to remind him, yeah, gently, just, that it's the <laughs> that it's the little stuff that yeah. people love you for, not the big stuff. Yeah. This is your legacy, but, uh, Henry. He's uh, he is. Um, I think he's he's very much. I mean, Henry is a Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Uh-huh. I mean, you, 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 no one is ever going to write that in a People magazine about someone. They're either going to tell him to stop telling people he's a Satanist, mm-hmm. or uh, that's the other thing about Henry is that he was totally into like the occult and serial killers. Like before, like this show is perfect for him. Uh huh. And Let's now take the liberty of saying that. Yes, you've. And now he's suddenly like living the thing he was interested like his hobby is now his job and i'm i'm sure he's not exactly picking up uh when he gets home decides to go cool out and read the necronomicon back in the hotel (laughs) after 12 hours in red makeup it's shocking how much he knows about people like Ted Kaczynski and Jeffrey Dahmer. Have you ever seen it? Have you ever listened to his podcast? No. Like, it's really funny, but it's also, like, very informative. Last podcast on the left. It's, All right. I'm it's funny. Check it out. It's insane. I'm yeah, going to check, it, check out. it out. Now, Dave, unfortunately, i gotta, I got to wrap it up here. I know. But I look, know. I'm going to say this. You just listen for a second. Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you cre- you and Matt and everybody else who worked on it, you created something super special. There was only one of it. I'm I'm personally honored to have been involved in it and because I, I was such a fan of it and I was a fan of it and stayed a fan of it and I'm so glad that it, it ended in such a great way. And uh, uh, congratulations on building something that's truly monumental. You really pulled off uh, something that is uh, uh, not easy to do. That's like a life's work that you did. So 
seriously, congratulations on that. That's not, that's something you will have uh, forever. Yeah, in 2018, we're going to do uh, the, the uh, reboot, so. So, all of those feelings. Stay tuned. Yeah, get ready to have Let all of those. Let those feelings all rush back. Yeah. It's back! <laughs> and, then, like, everybody would be like, it's back! And then, like, six weeks later, eh, it's back. It's not that great. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like, as good. Yeah. It's, it's not as good as it was in season four of the best season. It's been terrible ever since. Well, you did something truly special, and I, uh, if it comes, I would love it if it came back, but you do other great stuff too, and people should watch your pretty, your pretty face is going to hell, and, uh. And, and Squidbillies coming in, uh, next year. Okay. Next year. Another season of Squidbillies, and then who knows what else you have up your sleeve. (laughs) 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 So, uh. Well, thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Tom. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. How's that, Mike? Oh, boy. Mike liked the dancing talk. You going to watch Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, Mike? You should. It's funny. It's got the, the guy who is the FBI agent. On the, who's always tailing Tony Soprano? He plays like the 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 head devil. Oh my goodness! <clears throat> it's the best show. We're back. Nice to talk to uh, Dave Willis. All about Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, thank you. Mike is a tough crowd. Hard to get, hard to get a, a laugh out of this guy. Hard to get a laugh out of him. That's what keeps me working, though. Keeps me working. Try to get, try to get this guy to crack a smile. Over on Twitter, he's giving tickets away for all four of the, a pair of tickets for each of the Sharpling and Worcester shows, which are happening at, uh, over the next week and change. This Thursday, Seattle at, uh, Numos. Saturday in Portland, Oregon, sold out. Doug Fur. Next Thursday at, that's September 3rd in uh, San Francisco, Great American Music Hall, and next Saturday, September 5th, El Rey Theater, Los Angeles. Tickets available at StereoLaughs.com, and that's StereoLaughs. Laughs is L-A-F-F-S dot com slash tour. But if you want to try to win tickets, you go dance for Mike a little bit on uh, Twitter right now. Any Any candidates? Mike says, Mike says he's got one for L.A. that he likes. <clears throat> but the other three, no one's uh, impressing him yet. The Emperor. The Emperor is not impressed. So, uh...
Mike Kroll, friend of best, of the best show, and uh, he's got a new music video out uh, today. You check that out on YouTube.com. Mike Kroll, K-R-O-L. The album comes out, I believe, this Friday? This Friday, his third record, Turkey, comes out on Merge Records. Very exciting. Videos directed by uh, uh, Robert Hatchmiller and Paloma Basu. You check that out. Good stuff. Good stuff. <clears throat> Talked about the dirtbag at Wawa. Just know you're not off the hook yet. I saw the uh, movie Straight Out of Compton the other day. And, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked Straight Out of Compton. No one here saw it. That's fine. I saw it. One thing that I was, uh, inspired watching this movie was uh seeing uh the whole concept of leadership was brought uh to the forefront and uh because rather than beat around the bush I'm just going to come out and say it uh directly I'm excited to announce that the uh <clears throat> The new supervising producer of The Best Show uh, is uh, Suge Knight. He's going to be uh, taking the reins of the show and helping guide me uh, and the rest of the crew to the top of uh, the podcast charts. Suge is a huge podcast fan. Uh, some of his favorites are uh, uh, the, you, made, you Made It Weird, Pete Holmes. And uh, he likes Never Not Funny with uh, Jimmy Parton. And so many other podcasts. He's talk- he t- All he does is talk about podcasts. So I have appointed him the new supervising producer of the show. Starting in three weeks, Suge will be here. He's going to hang out there mostly with you guys. And uh, if you're lucky, he'll hold your feet. <clears throat> He'll hold you off a balcony by your feet. Maybe if I play my cards right, he'll hold me off a balcony and get me to sign over the rights of the best show to him, which he doesn't know. He will uh, then lose his shirt. He will be the owner of something that will uh, send him right down the tank, man. Sorry, Shug. 100% of this thing. And I tell you, man, this I gotta I gotta turn this show around. I gotta turn it around. Speaking of which, my friends, I want to tell you all about fantasy football. That's right, fantasy football. You know how much I love fantasy sports. I love them so much, so much fun. Put your team together. I do to put your team together and to compete against your your pals. I do fantasy basketball, and it's a long haul, all year long, setting your roster every day, switching it around. And that's when when I hear about these, uh, 
I hear about these uh, these uh, one week fantasy leagues, like this fantasy football league that DraftKings.com has. I'm just like, man, I got to get in on that action. Because last football season, DraftKings.com crowned more millionaires than any other one week fantasy sports site anywhere. And this season, the prizes are even bigger. You could start the season by winning $2 million in week one. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitment, which is my downfall. It's fantasy football on demand. You play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. You just pick your players, pile up the points, and then pick up your cash. This is not fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. So I'm telling you right now, there's only a few preseason games to go before the regular season kicks off. So you go over to DraftKings.com right now and you use promo code BEST to play free. For a shot at the $2 million top prize in the week one millionaire maker. Enter best. B-E-S-T. Over at DraftKings.com. For free entry now. That's DraftKings.com. You get in on it. You play your one week fantasy football lineup. I might do this and I might walk away with the million bucks. But maybe I'll sit, uh, sit this one out and let you become a millionaire. I haven't decided yet. I could use a million bucks in my pocket. Put my team together. I'm going to let you guys do it. I'm sitting this round out. One other thing I'd like to tell you about, my friend. Security. That's right. You've got your home office. You've got your home or your office. you got somewhere special and important to you with valuable things. You want to keep an eye on it. I know all too well. When a year ago, all my stuff got stolen. Oh, what I would have done if I had a camera then. Oh, what I would have given to have a camera aimed at my stuff then. But I didn't have it. I should have had the Foscam C1HD720P indoor Wi-Fi security camera. Keeping an eye on all my valuable stuff. You can view the feed on your computer, table, or mobile phone through our uh, through the uh, free app. Available on the Google Play Store and the iTunes App Store. It's the camera small and versatile with the super wide viewing angle. It's got 720 HD video feed resolution. That's HD 720p video feed resolution up to 26 feet of night vision motion detection. Two way audio. It's simple to set up. This is what you do, my friends. You go to foscam.us, FOS. C A M dot US slash C one and you'll be linked to the C one Amazon page where you can use the code best show to get ten dollars off each C one that you purchase. That's Foscam dot US slash 
the letter C and the number one. You get these cameras, super simple to set up, all sorts of stuff. Keep an eye on what's valuable to you. Foscam.us slash C1. Use the offer code BESTSHOW. Get $10 off each camera. Foscam. Watch what you love anywhere. So anyway, I saw this uh, straight out of Compton movie. Documenting the adventures of NWA as they came up. Coming up, the guys. All of our heroes, EZE, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, MC Ren, and DJ Yella. Not so much with those last two guys. Man, those dudes had the... Uh, They were kind of in that role in the movie when a band is in a thing and everyone gets a line from the band. That's Those guys were kind of in that role for that movie. A few things I noticed. Not a whole lot of team loyalty uh, here with the uh, with NWA. A lot of... A lot of uh, a lot of hats for teams not making a whole lot of sense. And look, we all know Easy e wore his White Sox hat. But these guys, the NWA seems like a bunch of front runners. Pittsburgh Pirates, Dodgers, White Sox, Yankees. Like somebody gave uh, gave the members of NWA a, a gift card to Sports Authority, and they didn't know how to spend it. A lot of hats of different teams. And one thing, going back to that thing, when you hold somebody's feet off the balcony, you're like, like you you beat the tar out of them and you force them to sign a contract, right? You know that that happened in the movie when like Suge Knight's. Uh, Guys like beat Easy E up to get him to sign over uh, the the to get to let Dr. Dre out of his contract. It's like uh, everything I do, I got to have some notary doing it. Got a notary public. Wonder if they have like a notary public at those things, like at the beat beatings like that. Like they beat, like they took Easy E and they got like a dog growling at him, and these guys are just pounding him mercilessly then suddenly like a notary is going to like put that stamp on it and do those contracts have like those yellow sign here sign here little tabs sticking out guys that's what i was thinking about the whole time to be honest i see a scene like that all i can think of is like hey how come uh easy doesn't have to the suge knight doesn't have to get that notarized I got to get every dumb sign a, a, a contract uh, to uh, do something. I, I 
couldn't even afford a, a, a glass of lemonade at a lemonade stand. I still got to get it notarized. Suge Knight doesn't have to get that stuff notarized. But I like I like the movie a lot. Um, admittedly, they should have had the scene. Uh, I know people were like they they didn't have the scene when like uh, Doctor Dre beats up uh, D Barnes, which was kind of I know it was a point of uh, yeah, it's, it's completely inaccurate. Leave that out. You can have the scene where he figures out uh, a thing with uh, Snoop Dogg, figures out uh, a song with him. You can maybe fit that in, too. But it's a it's a biopic. They're all... They're all inaccurate. He's, and it's like the guy's a producer on it. Of course he's going to... That, that scene's conveniently not going to make it into the movie. This can't confuse reality with these things. He also didn't have any scene with uh, him making those cheap headphones that he overcharges everybody for. Beats by Dre. Those tinny headphones he charges 300 bucks for. Look, I like Bose. I'm a Bose guy. Right? Bose. Those beats by Dre. Trash phones. They look nice. They're garbage. But yeah, look at these bio uh, movies. Like uh, A Beautiful Mind. I noticed they left a lot of uh, John Nash. Uh, if I remember correctly, I don't think he was such a huge fan of Jewish people. But uh, that didn't exactly make the didn't exactly fit the plot of the movie. And if I'm wrong on that, I uh, yeah. How'd this guy get away calling this thing Beats by Dre? Like after he beats women up, he calls his headphones Beats by Dre. Isn't that like playing with fire? Look. I always thought that guy was a creep. I was like Dice Cube. That one album, America's Most Wanted, that's the best. NWA had like six good songs. Right? We can admit that now. That album's not so hot. Something to Dance To. Remember that song? Something to Dance To. I will give them points, NWA, that when they did their stage design, they had dumpsters on stage. That was part of the stage decor. I also, uh, I'll tell you one thing, if they had this to do over again, man. If Jerry Heller was on his game, he would have had NWA in like a 
he would have put them in like a Ghostbusters style movie, right? That can you imagine how much that would have cleaned up? The actual NWA, like those guys, like fighting like like Ghostbusters three, starring NWA. It's the greatest movie I've ever seen. You blew it, Heller. You blew it. Should have had NWA in a in a, a, a Ghostbusters type movie. Yeah, they got the Fat Boys. Thank you. I look at the chat. Mutton Chop says the Fat Boys had their movie, Disorderlies. You couldn't get NWA in a movie? Right? Like an adventure movie? They get them in like Van Helsing or something? Right? NWA is Van Helsing. Like they're like the... They're all Van Helsing. I would have seen that. I don't know. That's why showbiz doesn't listen to old Tommy. They don't want to hear what Tommy's ideas. I like the NWA movie. Are you going to see it, Mike? Yeah, the bootleg. Mike said the bootleg should be out shortly. Uh huh. Is, it, is that a potential masses uh, screening? That one? Not likely. Yeah, not because Mike does his Sunday movie screenings. That one might be uh, lower on the list. Don't know if there's a whole lot of. Uh, don't know if there's a whole lot of hip hop crossover. A lot of '80s and '90s hip hip hop nostalgia at masses. They should have done that. That would have been a great movie. N.W.A. Ghostbusters Three. Right? Picture those guys going up against like uh, that marshmallow. Oh, that would have been good. Crossing the streams. They should maybe do that with the with the cast of this movie. Get them to play the members of NWA in that. Just keep it going. Straight out of Compton Two, Ghost. Straight out of Compton Two, colon Ghostbusters Three. Well, you got there's a new Ghostbusters coming, so. There's got to be something. Men in Black 4. Right? Like, what's a fun R.I.P.D. 2? Starring and the, the... From the guys who brought you straight out of Compton. Oh, all right. Let's go back to the phones here. Best show, you're on the air. Because I said so. I don't... Don't know. Yeah, you better... Hello. Hey, is this Tom? Yes. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going all right. Who's this? Uh, this is uh, Shuggy out in rural Newbridge. Shuggy? Yes. You know, what we don't hear a lot about, I heard you talking about Straight Outta Compton earlier. 
We yeah. don't hear about about body count much at all, do we anymore? Body count was Ice T's band. Yeah. No, no, you don't hear a lot about them. They didn't mention it in the movie at all either. Well, it, the movie was about Ice Cube. Yeah, he's. Oh, I'm wrong about. I had like a thousand dollar bet about this too. Oh crap! I got him mixed up, didn't I? Ice Cube and Ice T. Yes. Well, it sounds like you did. Yeah, oh. I, I maybe wouldn't have made a thousand dollar bet about something so easily verifiable. Oh well, before you uh, you pounce on me, listen to this, you jerkwad. Okay. Well, I made I made a thousand dollars back because I bet the same guy that Ernie C from Body Count produced a Black Sabbath album, and he didn't believe me, and it turned out it's true. Okay. Google it. So you're you're good with the you're good with some of the real minutia. Oh yeah, that's what they call me. Fact they call you minutia. Yeah, the guys in my car club. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What that remind you of? The car club? The guys in my car club. In my car club, call me dot dot dot. What's that from? I don't know. The guys in my car club call me the cruiser. Okay. They should call him the jerk. What's that from? Lighten up, Francis. Come on, you have a, you have a radio show and you don't know this stuff. Lighten up, Francis. Hey, I'm taking you to stripe school, my man. Okay. Stri- I guess I am going to stripe school. Yeah. My man. Yeah. Yeah. I got a stripes tattoo. You have a tattoo from from the movie Stripes? I got I got several, but but okay. the one I'm proudest of it's across my back because it, it's it's a lot of words. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know what kind of I don't know what kind of stuff you guys pulled at graduation, dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, on my arm I got oh my god, I wish I was a loofah. Those are your those are some of your stripes tattoos or some those some of them, yeah, yeah. Well, wow, you're, yeah. you're a committed fan. I got give my, you that. On my calf. You have a stripes tattoo on your calf also. Yep. Uh-huh. Welcome to Italy. Okay. Yeah. Wow, th- those are some deep cuts. They're pretty cool, right? Yeah, well, I guess if you're into it, you know, you're into it. And that's, oh. uh, it's not my scene. Oh. But uh, I guess to each his own, huh? What did you think of the guy that played Jimmy Iovine in, in uh, Straight Outta Compton? Um, I thought he nailed, he, he nailed that hat. His his that was a movie that we could find out was uh, that it, it would not surprise me to find out it was sponsored by like some sort of baseball cap uh, right yeah. commission. A lot of crisp crisp cat uh, caps in that thing. A lot of crisp, a lot of crisp lids. Yeah, yep. a lot Ooh. of yeah, like just uh. A lot of a lot of varied hats, also. I know, yeah. I'll tell you, I had a good time watching it because it, it took my mind off uh, this whole Ashley Madison thing. What's that? I, I, I said I had a good time watching Straight Outta Compton because it took my mind off this Ashley Madison thing. Yeah. Oh, the Ashley Madison uh, identity leak. Yeah, I'm in there. You're in, okay. I'm in there, and um, I'll tell you, man. It's 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 terrible, you know. I mean, I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry I got caught. Oh, you're sorry you got caught. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You weren't. Well, I mean, so- times are different now. It's like when I when I got married, it was like that Bee Gees song, right? You know. 
No. Oh, yeah, it goes, uh, Is it a crime to want to rock the sheets with my neighbor, Sheila? Okay. That, 80% I, sure it's on spirits. Spirits having flown? Having, yes. Having flown. Spirits having flown, yes. Yeah. I don't know that. I didn't know that was a song on that. Oh, you got to get it. Okay. I'm, please get it. Okay. Well, you said please. please. Oh, hang on. Will you be quiet, please? I already walked you. Stop. I'm sorry. Oh, you. Sorry. You got, how many dogs do you have there? I've, I've, got, I've got two. Oh, Jeff. Oh, my God. Come on. Stop. It's ridiculous. I want to put you guys in, in the other room. Mm-hmm. Put you what? Up. Um, I, I what, what that's you... uh, that's Brad Whitford, mm-hmm. and the other one is Chris Chris Barnes of Cannibal Corpse. I'm putting so, you guys in there. So one dog is named after Brad Whitford from Aerosmith. Yeah, not Bradley Whitford, the director. Okay, but Brad Whitford from Aerosmith, and then the other one was what? Chris Barnes of Cannibal Corpse. Okay. I had I had to use that full name because there, there of course there's a Chris Barnes who played uh, Tanner Boyle in Bad News Bears mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah, yeah that, I could see how that would be a problem at the dog park. Right. Yeah, you'd be worried. If Very. You, yeah. You didn't qualify that your dog was named after Chris Barnes from Cannibal Corpse. Well, I, I got to have people know like what I'm into. Sure. Sure. Right. Well, well, I guess that's a way of expressing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and you're you're into Aerosmith and Cannibal Corpse. I like all kinds of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Do you? I like it. Sure. I like a lot of different kinds of music too. Name your top three. Top three? What bands? Yeah, yeah. Uh man, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, a, a Creedence Clearwater Revival. Put them up there. Um, no, you don't like them. No, no, I, I was, I was hanging out for the other two. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't yeah. ready for this, so. Okay. I... Well, can, can I bring up something that actually the reason I'm calling? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, please, please. Um, listen, I, I, I'd love it if you and all your listeners could um, send some loving, healing thoughts to my friend Harvey out, uh, out in California. He's having a real tough time right now. Oh, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, your friend is sick. No, 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 it's much worse than that. This this awful, awful magazine called Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. it's about to publish this terrible, very mean-spirited, totally unfair hatchet job on him. And it's got him really, really upset. Uh-huh. Well, wait, wait well, what, is, what is your friend Harvey's uh, last name? Levin. Oh, wait, Har- the... Harvey Levin, the guy who runs TMZ? Yeah, why? Well, you it's kind of you want us to send healing thoughts and energy. Yes. To the guy who is like this creepy dude who runs a really mean-spirited and petty uh Hollywood gossip site. What's creepy about him? What's creepy about him? Well, all they, it just, it cre- he's, he's like the architect of this low culture where just film. <sighs> you're right there? 
Yes. He's like, he's. Phil. What, you, what you're saying is shocking to me. Uh-huh. Oh, you, you li- I, it seems like I'm literally taking your breath away with these things. I'm, I just did it again. Um, what's wrong with him is he just, he, lo- he lowers the, 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 the culture by filming celebrities and making everything. Okay. You know, he's, he's just a very ugly force for, for just bad. You okay? Look, he's just telling it like it is, okay? So what if he has those sick, weird, overdeveloped arms that older guys in porno movies have? Or you judge him? I'm not judging him for that. I mean, if the guy's in shape, that's not my business. I'm talking about the way he conducts his his actual company. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? What's wrong? There's all these sounds in the background. Oh, yeah. So. That's my monster. Why? Wait. What is it? It's a monster. Your monster? Yeah, yeah. My monster, Chad. <laughs> you <laughs> you have a... I don't know what I'm more weirded out by. That you have a monster. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or that you have... His name is Chad? Excuse me? His name is Chad. Yeah. Yeah, he's named after um, the drummer from the... The, um, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? How'd, how'd you know that? Well, I mean, I, he's a, you said Chad and a drummer. I, I just had a feeling that's who you're going to say. Oh. Well, I like all kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well. Will you please be quiet, little rascal? Uh-huh. All right. Where, where um... Your monster there. Yeah. Where where did you get Chad from? Oh, hang on. I'm sorry. Stop, stop it. Oh, goodness. Go ahead. Oh, he's just going to do it. Where did I get him? Yeah. Oh, um, well, you know, I... Shut up! I, I, I found him as, um, I... I don't know if puppy's the right word, but I found him when I was hiking in Newbridge Forest a couple years ago. And I, I th- he, he's some kind of mutt, but you know, but he's definitely got some quad-footed doodle-boop in him. Mm-hmm. You're, you're making this up. I'm not making it up. You're calling me a liar? Uh-huh. Well... Are you? I, I'm questioning you, yeah. Well, look, you just bought yourself a one-way ticket into Chad's stomach. Oh, oh, have I? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to bring him to one of these dumb shows you, you're you going to do with that guy who looks like he can't decide if he wants to be the drummer in a pre-document REM cover band or the spazziest, least talented Hanson brother from Slapshot, okay? Okay. Yeah, let me see. Uh, Chad can eat you at Numo's in Seattle on the 27th. Oh, okay. he's hungry. Yeah, just a couple days away. Yeah, or the Doug Fur in Portland on the 29th. That's mm-hmm. a good place to eat you. Yeah, well, that's sold out. Wait, what? Yeah, that show's sold out. It is? Mm-hmm. How'd you guys sell that place out? 
Well, we must have a big draw there. Uh huh. Jeepers. Okay, well, maybe uh, the Great American Musical in San Francisco. A lot of cool bands have played there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's September 3rd. Oh, I know where it's going to happen. Where? Lipstick City. Los Angeles? Yes, yeah, on the 5th. Mm-hmm. The El Rey Theater? Yeah, are you, you ready to get eaten? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, my um, God. <laughs> oh, so, so I got to, yeah, look, I'm not worried about you or your Whatever that dumb monster thing is. Dumb? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, my God. You're going to wish you hadn't said that. Yeah, well, I said it, Shuggy. Well, you, you're going to get it. Well, I'm going to get it. Yeah, you're really going to get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not particularly worried. Oh, what? Oh, oh no! What? Oh, no, Chad escaped! No, please, Chad! No! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Don't knock over my dancing misfits and Samhain bobbleheads, you beast! Please, no! No! Oh, what? Oh, oh, no! What? Oh, my God! What? What's going on there? Oh, my God! This doodle boop has two horns! Oh, no! Wait, what? What was that? What is he's a, that? He, he's got a vibra slapped it, which is very odd. It's under his fur, I guess. A very underrated percussion instrument. Yeah, it's like the only time it ever really worked was it all along the watchtower, right? The only time that worked? Maybe yes. in, like, soundtracks you hear You know it. who played it? Who? Brian Jones. He played the vibra slap? Ow, my leg! My leg's gone! Your leg is gone. It's Chad, gone. Chad ate it or what? He ate it. Why was all the questions? I don't like it. Oh, that vibra slap's creepy. What's he doing now? That's actually upsetting me a little bit. Shuggy? Oh. Hello? Okay, I think he hung up. Or or got eaten. I'm not... Oh my goodness. That was... That was something else, man. Something else. My friends, as I mentioned, Mike Crawl's album is out in a matter of days. This Friday... We're all going to check it out when it comes out. It's called Turkey. And let's hear something from it now, the hit single, of which there is a music video now released for the song Neighborhood Watch, starring our own AP Mike. He's in it. Nice acting, Mike. And Pat Byrne is acting in it. And Brett Davis. It's like a who's who. Really, uh, star turns left and right. I was watching that video, I'm like, is this the new It's a Mad, 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 Mad World? With so many celebrities just peppered throughout? Well, let's hear something from it right now. Here's Neighborhood Watch by Mike Kroll. 
Mike Kroll, Merge Records, Turkey, name of the album, Gets In, Gets Out, Don't Outstay is Welcome. I think my th- thing with this, uh, you know what also was not in the Straight Outta Compton? They did not have the uh, Coors Light can that he argues with. That's what the movie should be, where instead of a giant Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, he's, they're all fighting a giant Coors Light can, like coming through Los Angeles. I'd see that movie in a second. There was no Coors Light can. Oh, that would have been something. What if the last half hour of the movie, because Easy e uh, dies in it, and then you're like, well, look, I'm not saying anything that didn't happen in real life. You spoiled the movie. It's like, no. They, uh... What if it ended with, like, that happened, and then, like, there's 40 more minutes of the movie left, and it's... This Coors Light can shows up. And Ice Cube is just yelling at it. And it's one-upping him, and... And it plays into all the scenes with, with, uh, the son. Cause, uh, cause Ice Cube's son plays him in the movie, which is weird. That's weird. To play your father in a movie. He did a great job. Still weird, though. I should go easy on this stuff, cause I don't know how, how Suge is gonna take to, uh, to a lot of this uh, this talk when he takes over the show. Right after he's done retooling uh, You Made It Weird, he's going to come here. He's moving his way through the podcast community. Got to send him to that, uh, that serial killer podcast that Dave Willis was talking about. The phone number 201-332-3484. For the remainder of the show, we will talk about what? That's right. This sucks was the topic. The topic. And if you got something that sucks, you just tell me quick. This sucks. And I'll help you with it real fast. Not just some negative thing. We're not just crying here about saying this sucks, that sucks. I'll help you real fast with what sucks. Would you prefer this or I bring Dudio and AP Mike in here get them to talk about hot dogs for two more hours? You tell me, guys. And seriously, can we get Mike verified? This this, this, Cretan on uh, Twitter posing as him is driving me up the wall. This is why he needs to be verified. He needs the check. 
How do we get him the check? Somebody out there has to have some Twitter connections. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that he's, uh, Mike is so, uh, vulnerable to, uh, to imposters. I don't like it. Last week, man, we had no air conditioning here. We got it this week. Oh, it's so cool in here. I'll tell you, if we did not have air conditioning this week, that would have been something else. Would have had a mutiny on my hands. No air conditioning. That was rough. I'm sweating like an animal, sitting across from uh, Rob Hubel and Paul Shear, covered in sweat. Looked like a like one of the the like the was it on the wrong end of uh, Harlem Globetrotters throwing a bucket full of water at me. If so, if if I had gone through a doorway that had a bucket full of water on the top of it, perched on the top of it, prank, prank style, I would have been less wet than I was last week. Tell you they uh there, there was no air. I would have thrown every taken all this equipment, all of it, right to the dump, right to the dump. Uh, Atari game over style, like they uh, plowed over those ET uh, Atari games. Would have plowed over best show equipment. Thirty years later, gets uh, me going back to some dump, trying to get them to unearth the equipment. That is some documentary. There's a documentary about uh, Atari, how they plowed over all the E.T. cartridges that did not sell. And uh, then they go to the dump and they dig them up. And they find them all. Whoops. They just ruin it. Oh, boy. But, yeah, I would have dumped all the best show equipment, put cement over the top. Tell you though, that uh they're digging that thing up and they got the Atari cartridges and all these uh, nerds show up at the garbage dump. For what? To watch uh, video cartridges get unearthed? Oh boy. It's time for community service, guys. If you find yourself saying, I'm going to go to the dump. I'm going to go to a place where things are thrown out. To see if some ET cartridges are buried under the concrete there or not. Maybe I should go pick up some garbage at a park or something. But man, they all those nerds all line that garbage dump. You know what they should have said? They should have said, hey, there's a Star Wars movie, a new one. We just found a poster for a new Star Wars movie down at the bottom of this hole we've been digging in. That would have been, no nerds would have filled that hole up fast. Then they put the dirt back on top. Right, you get all those nerds packed in there. Then you start dumping the dirt back on. Pack them all in. Best show, you're on the air. 
Hey, Tom. How's it going? Oh, I'm all right. Who's this? Um, Reed from Michigan. Reed from Michigan. What's up, Reed? I uh, just got one for the topic. All right. What do you got, Reed? What sucks? Um, well, I start college next week, and I'm terrified, and that sucks. Yeah, well, don't be scared. How old are you? Are you 18? Yep, 18. Yeah, well, you relax, okay? I'm seriously. Um, I've been through all this stuff. There's nothing that sucks about it. you got a chance to go get an education, hang out, and learn stuff, and uh, be a goofball. Relax. Cut yourself some slack. You'll figure it out. It's okay. Don't put all the pressure of your whole life on you. You end up having a different job than whatever you'll get a degree in at that college anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay. Yeah. What college are you going to, if you don't mind saying? Uh, Central Michigan University. And do you have a, ma- uh, a major picked out? Major is that what it is? I don't know. I didn't go to. I went to a community college. Community college. The only thing you 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 picked out there was. Uh, whether you wanted a, a, a corner slice or a center slice of Sicilian pizza, it's the only thing, the only thing I picked out there of any note. I'll get a, a slice with some crust. <laughs> no, I'm majoring in broadcast and cinematic arts. Well, good. You do that. You have some fun. Relax. Don't freak yourself out. You're freaking yourself out. All right. All right. Yeah, relax. Call me from school. It'll be fun. All right, I will. Ah, bye. Yeah, just relax, my man. That's so tense. He doesn't realize. Oh, my God. To be back where I was with college. Can you imagine that? If you take this brain I got right now, you put it in that that kid. Oh, I'd clean, I'd have a, be the king of podcasts. Oh, oh God. I'd go back, I'd warn that kid, man. That kid, run. Any of these things, you run. Go get a job selling aluminum siding. Run. Here are the things I would say. When you meet... AP Mike, run. One thing I would also tell my past self that uh, in 2015 at uh, over WFMU's uh, 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 performance space, Pat Byrne is going to have his uh, Prove It All Night show. He has a show on WFMU called Prove It All Night on Saturday nights, 9 to midnight. This week, uh, but he does live shows uh, once a month. This week, he has a live show, no exception. Saturday, August 29th, 9 p.m. You go to uh, WFMU's performance space at 43 Montgomery Street in Jersey City and see a live episode of Prove It All Night with special guests Amber Nelson, John Reynolds, Bill Stittler, and music from... A band whose name I don't like, don't feel like saying. Sorry, Pat. First syllable is milk. Second one isn't. More information on that, you go to WFMU.org.
check it out. It's always good, a good time at the shows, and they uh, sell out. So don't sleep on it. You get there and you get your tickets. Go to Facebook, Prove It Show, I was just told. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, it's Johnny Bluesman from Slotesburg. Hey, Tom. Johnny Bluesman, what's up? What's up? Listen, first of all, one thing that doesn't suck is your show. Yeah, that's uh, debatable. God bless you. That's debatable. It's debatable. Uh, I'm telling you. Well, I'm going to take that. I might, I'm, I have half a mind to put all the stuff in my trunk and take it to the dump tonight. All the equipment. Then we put no. cement over the top, and 30 years later, I'll go back and uh, somebody can film me doing it. I think you're just being insensitive. But listen, I'll tell you what does suck. What's that? Um, you ever get, you, you, sometimes you get caught off guard, right? Yeah, yeah. Went up with the family last week to Rhode Island. Yeah. First time ever going to the beach in Rhode Island. Usually, you know, you go south, you go to Delaware, Jersey Shore, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So... Went up to Rhode Island, beautiful. I can't remember the last time I, I actually went to the beach seven days in a row. Okay. So anyway, so I got the kids there, and we bring their bikes up, and they're uh-huh. 9 and 11. And so they, now we're, like, getting, like, this full sense of security. They're, they're also getting their newfound independence, driving the bikes back from the beach to the house we rented. So Friday, so back to the house just to check on and make sure everything's okay. There's no bikes. And I remember my wife saying, oh, yeah, let them go explore a little bit. And I go up to the, into the house, and I hear the TV crank, and I'm like, ah, it's just like home. They left the TV on loud. They're not, they're not there. But I see some feet waving. Lo and behold, the kids are there. I'm like, guys, where are the bikes? They said, what do you mean? They're outside. I said, no, they're not. They said, what do you mean? I said, your bikes aren't outside. In, in this little, nice little secure town of Rhode Island, beach yeah. town, stolen. That sucks. Yeah, that does suck. One of them actually got recovered. The police found it. I pulled into my driveway on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. two and a half hours away, of course. Yeah. Kyle leaves a message says, uh, you know, we found, you, we found one of the bikes, but... Uh, the pain in the ass, the older son, he's, you know, despondent now. He's, it's my bike, and now, now i got to shell out for another bike. So that sucks. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 hard. It's hard. It makes, uh, you know, it helps. He, it, be thankful that these kids learn a lesson with uh, without something wor- even worse than bikes being the, uh, the, uh, the, the, what's at stake. See, my wife said something like, to that effect, she said, well, maybe something terrible would have happened. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. I think the bikes just got stolen. That was the, the sucky thing that happened. Yeah. Well, it, 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 yeah, I'm sure that's what happens. But maybe something, look, it's terrible, but maybe the kids can uh, get something out of it, realize to uh, be more responsible with their possessions, not just take it for maybe. granted. All right. I right? right. And maybe i got to invest in a bike lock when I get the new bike. Yeah. See, there's something good. All right, All right. you hang in there, Johnny I just Blues, to man. Call and say hi to you, really. But see, there was something that happened in the past uh, ninety hours that sucked. So. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. At least you got one of the bikes back. <laughs> That's better than none of them hey. back. All right, peace, my brother. All right, you have Loving a good night. the show. It's Thank so um, Thank I'm you. Left my head off. All right, Take care, yeah, I'm Tom. glad. Thanks, buddy. All right, best show, 201-332-3484.
You ever get a bike stolen, Mike? No. Yeah, it's not a good feeling. You're just like, oh, where'd my bike go? Because I'd ride these beater bikes, like these like garbage bikes. Then they get stolen, yeah. I guess I'm walking home. Guess I'm walking home from the arcade. It was like combat back then. Go to the arcade, get picked on, take my money, get my bike stolen. I could have used a bike. I was like my bodyguard minus the bodyguard. Back then, I could have used a. I could have used a, a, a bodyguard. Moody. I would have just gone straight to Moody. That's where that one kid messed up. He got the wrong bodyguard. You should have gotten the bodyguard looked like the lead singer of Bad Manners. That's where he messed up. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, uh, I, I really just wanted to call in and say that, like, auditioning, man, it, it sucks. What are you auditioning yes. for? I, I do voiceovers, basically. Well, let's do a little bit right now. What, what kind of voiceovers? Um, well, I do a lot of cartoon-type mm-hmm. voiceovers, you know, characters, what? and also commercial. What is your what is your what is your proudest uh, 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 credit you've got? What what do you hang your your rep on? Well, I mean, I, I just uh, I can say that I I have had a lot of personal recordings that that I've done uh, that have really spoken to me, and I I haven't gotten too many professional gigs, and. So I haven't had a chance to really hang my hat on any of that, but I do enjoy doing this radio theater project every week and getting to be in character and being a part of. Let's hear a voice. Let's hear a voice. Let me hear your. Let me hear your go-to voice, the one that you blow the room up with. (laughs) Come on, let's hear it. Don't get tight. Relax. All right. Um. We should kill her now. But remember, brothers, we must make sure there's lots of blood. What was that, Crypt Keeper? Mm, sort of a demented uh, villain. Your phone technique's not so hot. I couldn't hear what that was. Oh, me, I'm sorry. It sounded like you were doing uh, voiceover for the before on a cell phone commercial. For like why you shouldn't use the the cell phone you're using. Oh, great, great. So now, so basically, don't do voice uh, voice auditions. Just don't stick the phone down your throat. Just don't stick the phone down your throat. You got to position that thing at a do. Try it at a forty-five degree angle, arcing away from your mouth. You're going to project. That's enough. That gives you enough leeway there. Don't okay. don't press the thing anybody? against your face like it's uh, uh, like you're like you're uh, making s'mores. You're pressing that phone against your face like it's a graham cracker, and your face oh, man, is a now marshmallow. You're me want to eat my phone. Now you're making me want to press my face more into the phone. No, no, pull it back. Delicious. Pull it back. Trust it. Now let's hear it one more time. Come on. Okay. We should kill her now. But remember, brothers. 
We must make sure there's lots of blood. All right, you're doing a, a creep voice. That's good. Mm-hmm. Right? Look, hang in there. You're, it's all the, you got the exciting journey ahead of you to do stuff like that. You're getting started. How old are you, young man? I'm 27. Yeah, what's the rush? You're getting there. You're not making your money off that, right? You, you keep no, going. I do, of course, have a day, day job. <laughs> so you keep going. It's all right. Thanks. You, you know, you you and uh, I really am inspired every yeah. time I hear you. Oh, I know. Your voice acting. Don't worry. I'm no. I know that. Yeah. The show is nothing but an inspiration to thousands upon thousands. Yeah. Of people and. Every once in a while, there's just uh, there's that show that comes around that really just makes you believe that you can do it. Yeah. And you you do that for me yeah. every so, episode that you're in. And you try it, and you're just like, ooh, it's harder than I thought. How's the kid do it, right? How's the kid do it? How's he, how does he dance with, with his words like that? How does he paint the pictures that he paints? But he does. Someday you'll dance. Right now you're like Frankenstein. You're stomping around. You'll get, you'll get, you'll dance. Keep trying. You'll dance soon enough. That's my advice to you. Now, good night. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right. Who's this? Let's get some ladies uh, in the action here. Come on. Ladies, 201-332-3484. The lifeblood of the show, the ladies. Now, what are you saying, young man? Uh, this is Alex from Toronto. First of all, hello. Alex? Yeah. What's going on tonight in Toronto? Um, it's kind of cold here all of a sudden. Mm. Other than that, uh, you know, things are okay. But I have something for the topic, I think. What do you have? So about... A week ago, I actually recall saying that sucks out loud when I saw uh, uh, something posted in my apartment that fortunately I took a picture of because it's, I think it's pretty entertaining at this point. Well, um, yeah, what was posted in your apartment? <laughs> well, in my apartment building, we apartment the building. hot water wasn't working properly. Mm-hmm. And then I came in from work and I saw this piece of paper that I guess my superintendent had posted that says, I'm just going to try to read it uh, verbatim. Important notice. The gas company has come and turned off the gas, exclamation mark. It was a random inspection, spelled wrong. Due to pipe corrosion in the basement, it is considered as a serious danger, a lot of exclamation marks. Action. Landlord must fix all pipes before gas company will turn it back on. Laundry not working also due to leaking pipes. Water is turned off. Don't waste your money. Update. Landlord is on vacation in Cuba. No idea when he will return. That's all in caps and there's an exclamation mark at the end. And when was this posted? This was posted about a week ago. And has it been resolved? Well, they sort of did like a temporary fix, apparently, and now they're doing more serious work, which I... Suppose it's supposed to make us feel better, but then I actually saw them taking out some of the old uh, hot water tanks today. And you know, when you see those photos of like what Chernobyl looked like ten years after, 
What's that, Mike? Okay. I love it. Mike! Hey, Mike! Get your rump in here! Get your rump in here! Wow. Okay. <laughs> Get your rump in here! Get on the mic! What's up, Gary? Not a whole lot. What's up with you? Not a whole lot. How's your band camp going? That's going very well, actually. I appreciate everybody who's bought the song and some have spent quite a bit more than the uh, dollar that's suggested. Uh, yeah, it's very nice. Now, before I donate, do I actually have to hear this thing? <laughs> you can listen to it before you purchase it, sure. You sure you want to make that available? It's an option. <laughs> it's, it's still going. How many units did you sell of uh, Gary and the Heartbeats? Scaring the heartthrobs, you don't. <laughs> heartthrobs, whatever it was. It's my band. <laughs> Sorry, I messed it up with the uh, the, Fra- the Franco family, right? Heartbeat, it's a love beat. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Jackson Five ripoff. <laughs> yeah, quite a few of those. So what are you doing these days? Not a whole lot. Hey, you eat yogurt? Not really. You don't? No. Why? I heard it's one of the uh, evil foods. Evil foods? <laughs> ever see? Ever get these horrible uh, uh, Twitters where you click on it and then it's like a 30-minute a uh, advertisement about the worst foods that are for you? Yeah. I actually stayed with one for quite a while. Yeah, okay. And it was yogurt, wheat bread. Mm-hmm. I think I forgot the last one. Yeah, I guess they uh, didn't fit hot dogs in there. <laughs> oh, hot dogs wasn't in the list. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, boy. You sure like your hot dogs. Oh, you know what the last one was? It was those uh, cereal bars. Cereal bars. Yeah, lots of sugar in those, apparently. Yeah. Same with yogurt, apparently. You know what kind of yogurt I like? What's that? Chobani! <laughs> I do not know what that is. Chobani! Okay. Is that one of uh, your plays? Uh, no! Competitors? No. Jobani, it's a brand. Okay. Jobani, they got a store in New York. Oh, okay. My goal is to work there. <laughs> the Jobani store. Okay. <laughs> this is scooping a cha- it out. This is a chain. Hopefully, I think it's a. Think they're testing it out. Okay. Frozen. No. No. Yogurt. Just regular. Yeah. Okay. Unfrozen yogurt. <laughs> Like a nice scoop of, what do you want? I'm trying to help me out here. Strawberry. If I'm working, Strawberry. how can I help you, sir? <laughs> you, you you picked a topic that is way out of my uh, range. Welcome <laughs> to Joe Bonnie. How can I help you? 
I'll have a uh, strawberry. What size, sir? Uh, medium. Can I interest doing a large? It's only 25 cents more. No, thank you. Seriously, a large is only 25 cents. <laughs> it's a lot more yogurt for only 25 cents. <laughs> I shouldn't even be eating yogurt according to this internet thing I saw. What? Internet? Okay, fine. A medium strawberry. Would you like granola? Yes, I would. Let me ask you the sidebar. Side. You know there's a yogurt. It's like fruit on the bottom. Right. Right. Yeah. Why don't they just make it the packaging upside down? <laughs> Put it on the top. Then the fruit's on the top. Yeah. Champagne. Maybe maybe they think people aren't going to eat it. They won't eat all the yogurt if they get the strawberries right away. They'll just toss it after the they eat the strawberries. Yeah, you mix it. <laughs> you stir it. <laughs> you really don't know yogurt. <laughs> no, it's not my thing. It's yeah, hard. I guess, yeah. I guess you'd eat it if it was in hot dog form. <laughs> I guess if they put the yogurt <laughs> on a bun, on a roll, hot dog bun. Uh-huh. With so, relish. Side split or a top split? Oh, boy, so interesting. <laughs> hot dog talk <laughs> with AP Mike. <laughs> yeah. You sure like your hot dogs. I got a lot of uh, t- good uh, Twitter response on that. I'm not the only one. <laughs> what? Oh, where am I? So I hear you're going to be out on the West I was Coast, like Gary. Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> I hear you're going to be out on the West Coast, Gary. Maybe. What, what, what are you going to do without me? Maybe not. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who are you? Who are you going to abuse out there? Without you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, throw a rocket at someone I can make fun of. <laughs> I'm Gary the Squirrel, damn it! It's easy! <laughs> easy pickings! <laughs> kind of laid, laid back out there, I hear. Why don't we team up? Why do we <laughs> yeah. always fight? I don't know. It is a good question. Because you always, you're always putting me down. Uh-huh. Calling me dumb. <laughs> Say stuff from garbage cans. Yeah, well. And all I do is report what I hear about you. The people always coming up to me. Mike's cheap. <laughs> Mike's weird. Mike is scary. Yeah. Mike is menacing. Mm-hmm. I think Mike stole my car keys and copied them. <laughs> I saw a picture. You posted a picture of masses. Were you, were you over there? or yeah. How did that happen? Mixed Nuts! Mixed Nuts, yeah. <laughs> There's a band playing at Masses called Mixed Nuts. <laughs> you, thought, you probably thought it was going to be free food, right? I was going to go there, but then I'm like, <laughs> oh boy, I go to Masses. I'm going to end up mounted on the wall! <laughs> with a party hat on my head! That's a possibility. Yeah. Somebody will sit on you. Why don't we team up? Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it all aside. Okay. Why don't we get on band camp together? Oh, that'd be nice. A right? duet. A duet, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. You got any ideas? No. I don't know. It's a good <laughs> duet. You don't bring me flowers? <laughs> yeah. That's one. I don't think you have the pipes for it. Uh-huh. I'll take lessons. You don't bring me flowers. You're like Neil Diamond, though. He uh-huh. can't sing either. No, he can't. You'd be like him. Yeah. 
Because I can sing. Well, you're one of those talk singers. I got pipes, man. Mm-hmm. You heard AAP, Mike? I did. I ripped your new one on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. You're still mad. No, not, not anymore. You're over it? I've moved on. Well, I might have to move on myself. Uh-huh. We should do a band camp. Yeah, we that would that would be great. Fifty one forty nine split. <laughs> I can go out of principle. I could go for that. Fifty two forty eight. Yeah, yeah, okay. How about that? That would be good. Fifty three forty seven. <laughs> Trying to find the line. Where's I, the line? I like the fifty one forty nine. Sixty forty. <laughs> it was your your idea, so I'll give you uh sixty forty. Give me sixty four. Sixty-four thirty-six split. <laughs> Sixty forty. What if we get that? Who's that dude who makes songs with you? Jesse Elsner. Yeah, we'll get him to work something up. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be happy to do it. Work it up. Yeah. Work it up, Elsner. <laughs> yeah. Giovanni. We're going to get you some Chobani. Okay. Would you eat it? Yeah, put it in the fridge. No, oh, no, I'm scared <laughs> of it. It's bad food. <laughs> Let me just eat this hot dog instead. <laughs> Let me eat this health food. <laughs> this hot dog. How about it? I'll try it. All right, let's get him. Hey, Pat! You sleep out there? <coughs> Go get this fool some Chobani. Uh-huh. Get in your car. <laughs> get him some Chobani. You're going to make him drive out. Yeah. Yeah. You ever have Chobani? I never had it, no. You like yogurt? I like yogurt, yeah. It's good stuff. Chobani! <laughs> what street are they on? Manhattan. West Broadway. Oh, okay. Downtown. Downtown. I could be down there. Welcome to Chobani, sir. How may I help you? My name is Gary. What can I get for you? Blueberry. Blueberry. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. While I look behind the register and see your face, do not serve this man. And who's your friend here? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm Pat. Oh, boy. This guy's a snooze. I thought Dudio was boring. He caught us oh, off guard boy. with these uh, yogurt transaction uh, scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys knew improv! Not me. Yes, and! <laughs> They're close. <laughs> They're close. Funny stuff. Level four, right? Level four. Level four. Yeah. I'm level four right now at the UCB. I climb in, watch classes from the corner. <laughs> One of the many advantages to being a squirrel. <laughs> you going to do the marathon? The close marathon? Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I'll sit that one out. <laughs> Oh, boy. 
I burned about as much as there. <laughs> Not a whole lot more to go with there. It's a snoozathon. If you were any slower, you'd be going backwards. Back burn. Boring. AP Mike. Weird. Can I leave? Doesn't like yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like yogurt. What well, don't you like it, but You like Froyo. Yeah, it's good. Well, just imagine Froyo, mm-hmm. but it's not Fro. It's melted, yeah. It's just yo. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't that sound good? Uh-huh. You like you? You like oatmeal? Uh, not really, no. How about porridge? I don't eat uh, any hot cereals. What like do you like? Cheerios. No. Health. Health food. Special K. Yeah, Special K. <laughs> Total. Yeah. <laughs> the boring stuff. Yeah. Good to see you're really concerned about <laughs> sugar. Me you you're eating Special K. <laughs> Read the ingredients. Yeah. It's covered in sugar. Is it? I didn't realize that. You know what you got to go with? What? Kashi! Kashi, yeah, I've, I've tried that. Good friends! Good friends. Island! Mm-hmm. There's an island one that's good. <laughs> and a, a, another berry one. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> this makes, <laughs> makes the hot dog talk sound yeah. exciting. Yeah, suddenly I'm <laughs> interested in hot dogs. <laughs> Please, tell us more about hot dogs, Mike. <laughs> what kind of mu- mustard do you like? Do you like sa- Do you like sauerkraut? Yes. Relish? Yes. All right. Well, those are the things I like. Spicy mustard? Yes. Grey Poupon? No. <laughs> Dijon? No. <laughs> Sliced pickle on the hot dog? What am I, from Chicago? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's about it. I, I, don't, it. I don't go too far with the. So topic. that was the entire series of hot dog talk. <laughs> we just got all. We've of it. covered it all. Yeah. Is it you just going like, oh, I just ate a hot dog. <laughs> oh boy, I got indigestion from that hot dog. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode when I talk all about Goldens. <laughs> yeah. They have a they have a mustard now. I mean a ketchup. <laughs> no have you tried it? Have Golden's, you tried? Have you tried Golden's, Golden's must, has a ketchup. Snooze ketchup. Snooze flesh. Uh-huh. Hot dog talk. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> you gotta get that started. <laughs> you seriously try some yogurt. <laughs> I will. Can I go Bad. now? Can I go? Get this fool some yogurt. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to find some. Pat, get out. <laughs> All right. Mike, stay. <laughs> no, no, I cannot stay. I've got to go get some yogurt. <laughs> no. I'm going. Sit your Let's rope. go, Pat. <laughs> Sit Let's, your go. Rope. Let's go, Pat. <laughs> oh. This ran out. Mike ran at Gary, ran out after him. Oh, boy. They're going to be arguing about yogurt out there all night.
Best show, you're on the air. Yes, hi, uh, Tom, how are you? I'm good, who's this? This is Danielle in Chicago. Danielle in Chicago, how are you tonight? I'm doing fantastic, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation about mustard. Yeah, Gary the Squirrel was yelling all about, uh, he said he hated uh, Chicago-style hot dogs. Well, considering that he's got such a high-protein diet of nuts and acorns, he's probably not used to uh, spicy peppers and mustard, so I suppose he can be forgiven. You guys put, you guys put, it's like, it seems like the traditional Chicago dishes are made as if, like, everything's about to go bad, and you're just like, (laughs) put, put all of it on that, right? Like, you guys are you guys seem to operate as if like the refrigerator broke and you need to just like use everything before it spoils. Well, I mean this is a, this is a city of, you know, historic scandal. You never know when anything's going to happen, so you just prepare for the now. Okay. But I've only lived here for a year. <laughs> You've only been there for a year and you're like <laughs> But I'm done I guess I can forgive him for That's not liking for not That's liking our is. hot dogs. Where'd you go? Where'd you come from before that, Danielle? I lived in Austin, Texas. I was there for eight years. Okay. So you're actually from Austin then? Uh, for all intents and purposes, yes. From Austin. Lived in Texas for a long time. Lived there for 20 years, but Austin for a minute. And can, actually, you, can you just talk about oh, barbecue? Do you just talk about... Oof. Barbecue, barbecue is delicious. Barbecue is amazing, but if you actually want to get anything done, living in Austin, barbecue is just not the day-to-day meal. Because with all the places that are down there, you're going to wait in line for like three hours. Mm-hmm. And then you have this food that's going to blow you out and you're wrecked for the rest of the day. you got to nap. Yeah, they should just have cots set up in the place. So, like, nap, right? Exactly. Nap while you're waiting in line, and then you eat, and then nap after you eat. Mm-hmm. You, purposes. you might have just reinvented <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> Cot style. Right? Cot style barbecue. So. Tom, actually, uh, we had the pleasure of meeting once before. Mm. Please tell me more about this. It was at the Chicago Sharp on Your Worcester show. Yes. And I brought a copy of Led Zeppelin 3 because I didn't know if you guys were having merch or not. Mm-hmm. And, and from the, I signed it. From, I remember you bringing yeah, it. That was awesome. Absolutely. I was so pumped. Like, I don't know if they're going to have merch, but I don't know which of my vinyl Led Zeppelin albums to bring, so I chose three because that's, to me, that's the party record. Yeah. It's the party record. House Out of, of all of the houses of the holy, well, the party houses record. Of the holy and that. Well, yes. Well, yeah, that's true. But I don't have that on vinyl. Okay. Well, three is the is like the uh, three is like the the up and down kind of. We're sitting around relaxing and and looking at nature album. Yeah. It's right? like this evening could go anywhere album. Yeah, yeah exactly. The three's a we're going to relax album. 
I was three, so we're gonna relax all them. I think it's the album you I can don't relax know. to. When Gallows Pole comes on, you feel like relaxing, really? Yeah, but a minute later you're gonna be listening to That's the Way. Ooh. Oof. And it'll be relaxing Truth. to that. Tangerine. Tangerine. Oh my god. That's the best song ever, right? Tangerine. Did you see that that Tangerine. buffoon? Danielle, did you see the, the buffoon who did the list for uh, Vulture who rated the Led Zeppelin songs in order? And he he got it all wrong. He Look, I know it's an impossible thing to put a list together and say um, that... Oh, this is the better song than that song. But this this dude put every song on presence at the bottom of the list. I was like, "What? It's not my fault." You I don't did understand. not see that. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, you you should just write at the top of the thing. Uh, 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 author's note: I don't understand the album presence yet. Someday when I do, this list will look differently. Right now, these songs are ranked low because I don't get it. Is this? Is this the same outlet that did the, uh, I'm going to rank Neil Young's albums, all of them, from top to bottom? I'm not sure Personal about opinions. that. I, I hope uh, that I would not want to see. Here we go. All 74 well, Led Zeppelin songs ranked. Number, oh, let's see here. I'm gonna, i got to look at this list. This list it just seems up like such wall. an under, that's a huge undertaking. First of all, Moby Dick is last on the thing. Well, we did have a great riff on it. You did not last. Last, you put Carousel Ombra is last. That's last. <laughs> then Royal Orleans from Presence. Look at this. Hot Song for Nowhere, 72. So he's saying that's the third worst Led Zeppelin song. Oh, God. Then he's got Gallows Pole at 69. You just said Gallows that's Pole. Really... He's got so low. Look at this. He's got Achilles' Last Stand at 63. That's one of the 10 best Led Zeppelin songs, if not five What's best. What's number one? It's always Cashmere on all these lists now. It's always Cashmere. Oh. Yup, Cashmere. Yup, everybody loves Cashmere. Everybody thinks Cashmere is the new Stairway to Heaven. Trust me, Stairway to Heaven still Stairway to Heaven. Cashmere is, ain't Stairway to Heaven. Well, Stairway to Heaven, I think, is... The intro for you listen, years, you listen, if you, you know, listen, yeah. and then once you decide that you really like the band, you're like, mm -hmm. okay, well, f that song, I'm gonna go deeper. Yeah, but then you know what? You loop all the way back to Stairway to Heaven, and suddenly you realize, yeah, that was my, that was the the best one the whole time. You know, I almost, I almost had real talk and dropped an actual f bomb. I and heard I that. You caught time. yourself. <laughs> you caught yourself. It was a great job. I was impressed with that. This is good. I was. I have been enjoying a little red wine tonight, so. Well, that's all right. I might give myself a yeah. tiny pat on the back. To, to be fair, this person put Tangerine Eleven as uh, the eleventh best song, which I still think is oh. too high for that song. Battle of Evermore Twelve. What? Oh, Jeepers Creepers, man! In the evening, fifteen. Oh. Seems, seems like somebody has a, li a little uh, a, a love affair within through the outdoor and needs his head examined. Look, I like in through the outdoor just fine. 
People should use that as a double entendre more. I know that you weren't, but whenever I hear that, I my mind goes straight to that of a 12-year-old boy. It's funny. Well, I've never thought of it like that one time in my life until now. Congratulations. Until now. You just ruined. You actually. You. Congratulations to you. Sir. <laughs> well, thank, you know what? Thank you. I guess I I guess I am now an adult. I I, I did it. I'm now I feel like an adult. Um So what what's going on tonight, Danielle? Well, I had um some things for the topic. What do you got? Brief points for the topic. What do you have? Um so having lived here years after having been in Texas for multiple years. It's in the mid-50s right now. Mm. And it's late August in Chicago, and uh, every day I wake up and I grab a hoodie, and I think, it's August. This sucks. Well, Enjoy it while you can, and you get the different seasons. There's still going to be some more hot weather coming. You're not done with that yet. Oh, I hope so. I mean, after, you know, being so long down there in the south for that amount of time, I was fine with Chicago because it's a different kind of extreme weather. You know, you just dress for it. You don't be a baby. You just prepare for it. You take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah. I can't help but to think about climate change and everything. Why it's happening so early? Oh. Look, you keep you keep keep up on stuff. Keep up on stuff. You take care of yourself. You enjoy the weather, and you 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 be prepared for it. But fight fight for will. fight for what's right. Oh. <laughs> I certainly oh, won't. Speaking enough. of fighting for what's right, if I may, so briefly. Yes. Two things for the topic pertaining to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that Chicago show. Let me just say, say one thing. This guy has four sticks at 51 on the list. That's the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. Bom, 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 Is that high bom, or low bom, for bom. you? What, that's, that's low. It should be so high. I haven't heard much Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin talk from you. It's been a while. formatting you know of the show. I'm trying to make this show. Or a, sweet. I'm trying to. We're, we're, we're out on our own here, independent. I'm trying to make this show the equivalent of that. I'm trying to stand up for the people who are scraping scraping it out on their own and trying to trying to make it uh without a, a big parent company. So that's the kind of music right. we're playing here because that's what the show so, is now. So that's what we do. I respect that. Well, thank you. You're speaking to the man of the people, speaking for the folks down from the gutter. Yeah, you know, the hard hats, the, the lunch pail crowd. You know, from Chicago. You're from a tough city like Chicago. You've been there one Truth. year. You know what it's like. <laughs> you know. Well, actually, I'm from Cleveland. I was born in Cleveland, so if you want okay, to talk well, about tough to cities. To be fair, right? yes. Okay, then you trump, you trump this whole discussion with that, with your <laughs> Cleveland card. Hey, Cleveland, at least. It's not Detroit. Is that what you say? It's, it's not close. Detroit. <laughs> That's what some folks have said, but, you know, I actually have a lot of sympathy for uh, the four cities in the Midwest all the way around. Mm-hmm. All right, Daniel, I got a boogie here. Boogie with Stu. Hey. I got a boogie with Stu. See, I got another one in. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Thanks Thank for Thank you so much. All right, bye. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? You are speaking to Sarah from Chicago. 
Sarah from Chicago. It's like a, a Windy City uh, one-two <laughs> punch there. Do I know this, I, Sarah? I know this, Sarah, I, right? I think you do. Yes, you do. I know. You How do. are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I was actually alluding to you in that previous call by talking about how tough tough, Chicago is. It's a tough town. (laughs) You want to know what? It is actually a tough town, and it's super scary. And uh, first of all, this dude, Tom Badmouth Carousel Ombre. No, I didn't. Every Led Zeppelin song is great. Something's got to be last on the list, and it's Carousel Ombre. Sorry, dude. Whose list is this? It's some vulture uh, dot com. Their list oh. has a uh, get a load of this. Get a load of this. Where uh, the, the, let me, let me, I'm looking at this list. This list drove me up the wall. Nobody's fault but mine. Sixty one out of seventy four. That's like nothing on presents makes it in the top uh, the top of this guy's list. He don't get it yet. That's not my fault. Not my fault. No. This guy can't figure it out. No. Well, why does he even get to make a list? I Is don't he, know. Like, why is, what's his list? Like, why is he a list maker? This dude's a clown. Throw me up the wall. I saw this list. Where's, uh, where's when the levee breaks? Let's see. That's a good question. Yeah. He probably, uh, let's see. Where does he have it? He has, uh, I'm going to look at the top ten here. Number one, cashmere. Too high. Good times, bad times, number two. Too high. Whole lot of love. Eh, could be number three. Stairway to heaven, too low. Days and Confused, too high. Over the Hills and Far Away, too low. Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You, too high. Immigrant Song, eight, too too high. Uh, song Remains the Same, that's too low at nine. Um, All My Love, too high. Let's see, what are we looking for now? When the Levy Breaks, 13. Are you it. kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I mean, I'm not. You know, it's subjective, but that's, that's in my, I mean... That might be my top. Look, you can. Pr- I can prove these things. It might be <laughs> subjective, but I can prove that some of these are right and some of them are wrong. I do love Cashmere. Yeah, who doesn't? I love it too. I love every one of these songs. I love Carousel Ombra. I love Bonzo's <laughs> Montro. <laughs> I love Darlene. Uh, I got these deep coda cuts I love. Yeah, well, I mean... Ugh, you know, I kind of hate Whistler. I hate, like, what are your, you know, what's the best song ever? Or which band is better than the other band? Like, mm-hmm. it makes me nuts. There's a radio station here that does a, I mean, I get it. It's fun. They do, like, a, I don't, like, follow a sports song exactly. I understand mm-hmm. this. But, like, it's like a round robin type thing or something where, like, you get out or, like, you vote a band better than another band. But, like, mm-hmm. it makes me nuts because it's apples and oranges half the time, you know? Like, like what are some of the pair-ups that you've seen uh, heard on your, your classic rock station? It'll be, like, Boston against, you know, Fleetwood Mac. And I'm like, yeah, well, Fleetwood right, Mac wins that, that. Well, I know, but it's just like, well, but it's even, like, Boston's a different band. The different band. No, well, like, Fleetwood Mac's better than Boston, though. That's you could prove that scientifically. <laughs> okay, well, fine, but it also just like bums me out, kind of. Like, can you play a different game? Like, can you just play a different game? Oh, see, I, li- game I think we- I like this game. I think I actually might move to Chicago now just to hear this <laughs> game played and to scream at the radio. You know, it's funny. They do this other thing that I actually love, which is that they play ten songs at at ten. Or whatever, and there's always like it's fun times of the year, you know. So it's like kind of fun. So like this is what was going on in '68 or whatever. 
but um, sometimes the theme. And mm. today I got a text message from my friend who was like, please tell me you're listening at 10 and 10 right now. And I was like, at work. And I was like, I'm not. And I finally got home because they do it twice. They play it in the morning at 10 and they play it at night at 10. And I was driving home. And it was sax songs, like saxophone songs. And I was so excited because in my mind, the song I want to hear on this list is, um, you know, Baker in excess. Street. You thought you were going to hear Baker Street. <laughs> well, it, what would you be your sax songs? Like 10 top. My top 10 like, sax songs would be uh, Yakety Sax I'd have there um, <laughs> by uh, Boots Randolph would be number one. Then I'd have uh, 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 Jungle Land, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'd have, uh, that might be it. I don't like the saxophone. <laughs> no. What other ones are there? Well, there's like what 10th Avenue Freak Out, right? Yeah, but I can name, what, you can name every Bruce Springsteen song? They, they, well, def, they defeat well, Clarence like... Clemens on half of those things. They're, they're jamming them in just because they're, cause they're, cause he's sitting there in the studio. They're like, fine, let's put a sax on here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, it was, you know, I actually turned it off so I could turn on the bus show when I got home. So. Well, well, thank, well, thank you. I <laughs> but I miss, I mean, I know that your topic tonight is this sucks, and I've had uh, this sucks a uh, whole week. So well, you've I had a bad week? Well, I had, I mean, I just had a week where it was like I couldn't, I couldn't win, mm-hmm. you know, and I gave up at some point. I was just like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. the city of Chicago sent its sewer water back up. Every orifice in my tenant's apartment, mm-hmm. including the tub, the toilet, the sink, flooded their whole apartment. They, they moved upstairs with me for safety um, while it got cleaned, and then their cat uh, found its way into the walls of my home oh. and disappeared um, for 24 hours. I was, like, convinced it was dead in there or that it had gotten outside and we couldn't find it. Then it, it ended up popping out a vent. But it was, like... I got to the point where I was just like, I, I have nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I have to just, like, ride this wave of just yeah. total suck. <laughs> That's all you can do. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you just have to realize that you're just on the – it's it's cycling that way, and you're, you got to ride it out. <laughs> this clown has hot dog at number 28. What? Just think, just think about that seriously. He has hot dog ranked higher than what is and what should never be. Uh, 10 years gone, which he complains is brought down by muddy production, by the way. Um, <sighs> he has it higher than In My Time of Dying, which he has at 42, which he says is, uh, it's not one of the album's high, he said it's not the album's high point. Uh, okay, wait, forgive me, because I did just get home, and so I missed, did you say what your top 10 would be? Yeah, my top 10 would be all of the songs at number one. <laughs> Except for Carousel Ombra. And then at number two slash 74 would be Carousel Ombra. <laughs> oh, I got it. I, you know, I, I, I think that's the thing I just, like, don't like. I just, like, inherently don't like about the way sometimes, you know. And don't get me wrong. Otherwise, it's such a great station. But sometimes it's just so dude style. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it has to be, like, this sort of. Like, it's apples and oranges for me sometimes. Like, yeah. it's just not, you can't, like, decide what's better. It's different, you know? I'd rather hear people mm-hmm. call in or, like, 
you know, I'd rather just, like, have something about, like, what their favorite lyric is or, like, what their favorite song is or, like, why a story about a song is great versus some sort of, like, that there is a way to decide what's better than the other. You know, like, it just, here's, here's, I don't find it fun. But with the sax stuff, like, people reminded me of a couple of things. No, you're right, though. It is, it's like, it, there's a point where it's like, it's, it, it, there's like a, a, a macho element to it and you're just like, just calm down, guys. But then again, you're from Chicago, the most macho uh, city going, where everything is everything is tough guys. Basketball is played like it's tough guys playing tough guy basketball. I know we're I know we're kind of the worst, but like I think it's partly you know it's like half humor too. Like it's also, I mean, I know it's Second City or whatever, but like I do think it's one of the funniest places on earth that I've ever been. But like that place, yeah. like the 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 Steppenwolf Theater, it's like tough mm-hmm. guy theater. It's like, <laughs> hey, it is theater, but we're tough guys. But we're doing it real. To wear like, like fourth wall. Hey, don't worry, we got a clown here. His name's Jeremy Piven. He's a tough <laughs> clown. Oh like, no! Even their clown I... is like a. You're already gonna get punched out by the clown. I know. Here's we a good do get sax upset song. about Cusack, too. That's another tough one for us. Somebody just sax. suggested a good sax song. They said that it should be some sort of King Crimson song in there. And like, like they said, pictures of a city from the second <laughs> album. I would maybe put, uh, uh, you could put, uh, uh, what you call it in there, uh, tw- uh, the, the 20th Century Schizoid Band. <laughs> right? That's like a, that might be like a soprano saxophone or something. I think this guy's right with pictures of a city. Or maybe you know what? Well, no, wait, go ahead. Go no, ahead. And then he also somebody also said uh, uh, 1970 by the Stooges is a good sax song, and uh, yeah, that's a good one. And, I mean, they uh, do have parameters. Like they are a classic rock station, so mm-hmm. they're only going to play like radio-friendly classic rock. That most and then David know. Bowie has, uh, what's a good one? Yeah. Like Young Americans, oh, right? Yeah, totally. That's I would say good. Young Americans for sure. Mm-hmm. It might have been on the list. I mean, I turned it off, like I said. Cause... I, w- I hope that that muscle man from Tina Turner's band made the list at least three times. <laughs> Remember him? Dude with long hair, muscle man, all grease, greasy. Did he go by muscle man or are you just saying that? <laughs> what's Did that? I not know that? Did he go by Muscle Man? Or oh, I, I have no that? idea what his name is, but he was like this shirtless, greasy dude with long hair. <laughs> I <remember laughs> looked like I remember a, him. Looked like looked, yeah, looked like some like adult film star from the eighties picked up a saxophone and walked on stage with Tina Turner. Right, this greasy muscle dude in shirtless, and suddenly he's like playing. Uh, He's playing that sax riff on uh, Private Dancer, right? Which, by the way, karaoke, I've done Private Dancer. That might be my go-to karaoke song now. Really? Yeah. Deutschmarks or dollars, American Express will do nicely, thank you. Let me loosen up your collar. Tell me, baby, do you want to do the shooby way? <sighs> Brings I, the house down. All of a sudden, it's like boom, 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 boom. I always, I always go to um, like a prayer by Madonna. That's my, that's my go-to karaoke song. Everybody's gonna have a go-to song. Mine is now fi- uh, uh, "Private Dancer" by Tina Turner. 
is now my go-to song. Either that or All the Small Things by Blink-182. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, well, people probably, yeah, it's probably fun to watch you do it. Uh, it's fun to watch me do just about any karaoke song. <laughs> Trust me. Wait, why can I, I cannot think of who does this song, but with the, um, shit. Nice, Ooh. nice, nice job. Nice. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's Shoot. all right, Sarah. Shoot. That's fine. You're on Chicago. The, like, hey, Chicago. Internet. We can't control our toilet mouths. <laughs> I do have. I have a terrible toilet mouth. I try. Oh, I have. Work. I have yeah. nieces. I'm. I'm a potty mouth. Don't worry. So what, what's the song the you can't bomb. remember? What's the song you can't remember? Um. Ah, no. Well, I can't remember it. That's the point. Well, give me a um, hint. Give me a hint here. Uh. Uh. uh how did it go? It's like the dating song. Like. No hug and no kissy until the wedding day. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, Georgia Satellites. Uh, exactly. Keep your hands to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be a good karaoke song. How does this guy have Custard Pie 57 on his thing? Why this track led off physical graffiti, an important moment for the band, is a mystery. The production is indifferent, lacking the arrest and crispness of the band's better work. Has he ever heard the when when suddenly that clavinet comes in when it's like I guess he never heard that part of the song. Yeah, Beastie Boys didn't just sample that because it's the most awesome moment. They also sampled when the levee breaks. They did that, and they sampled the ocean too. Yeah. Well, the Beastie Boys always knew where it was at. Yeah, kind of did. thing. Kind right. of thing. All right, Sarah, I got a I got a boogie with Stu here. Okay. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for calling. Okay. Right, bye. Yeah. Bye, Tom. Best show. Best show. You're on the air. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is Evan in Saskatchewan. Evan, what's up? We got a couple minutes left. Uh, what's cooking, buddy? Well, I just had one for the topic. What do you got? Um. I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, uh, beloved actor Don Cheadle made a biopic of Miles Davis, and no, it was recently no, but it was recently bought by Sony Pictures, and they put out a statement saying we're thrilled to have purchased this uh, movie, and we are a fan of beloved singer Miles Davis, and I think that really sucks. <laughs> That's funny, though. You just got to laugh at that. Some kid wrote well, that. Thank you. Some kid wrote that dumb press release. Don't know what's yeah, up. Yeah, that's that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. Well, some kids got a job. Uh, Don Cheadle probably played like a thousand hours of trumpet to well, to get through this passion project. Trust me, you can't you can't you can't feel any worse than that kid does right now by getting uh, screamed at by everybody up at that office he's in. Well, they obviously somebody greenlit that. All statement. right, calm down. Get off my phone. Does a guy want to march the twenty-three-year-old who wrote the press release into the Hudson? Best show. You're on the air. Hi, this is Amy. Hi, Amy. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Philadelphia. Philadelphia, tough city, right? Yeah. Your true batteries you at Santa a- Claus. Yeah, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago about Philadelphia. Yeah. So what's going on tonight? We'll skip the Philly talk and get right well, to the, the heart of the matter. Well, I actually missed most of the show tonight because I was at the Phillies game. And did they win? Did they win by a huge lead? Because they're the Phillies, <laughs> right? 
No, the Mets beat them six to five. Phillies, uh, not so hot right now for the Phillies. I mean, it's better than before the All Star break, but still not super hot. Yeah, they stink now. It happens to everybody. Look, Gary the Squirrel switched teams uh, a year ago. He switched from the Phillies to the Mets, and now look at them. I think he's their good luck Ooh. charm. Maybe. But um, actually, all day I did like a, a women's seminar, a baseball 101. Okay, what's where that? Where they, they take you through, they give you like a private tour, and you meet with all the staff and the coaches and learn uh, baseball basics. Okay. That's, I mean, and it's that, really, was it fun? It's really fun. Yeah, no, it's the third time I've done it. So you've, do you know, or, or did you know a lot of the things by now? So you're just hearing it. You just like the experience of the tour or not uh, tour, yeah. the, the seminar. Yeah. I like the experience. Um, they change it up a little bit each year and each year they surprise, like have a surprise player and you meet different members of the staff and stuff. That's nice. It was nice. It sounds like fun. <laughs> it's a good day. Are they condescending? They're like to like. Don't worry, ladies. You're not gonna get hit by a foul ball. Well, <laughs> um, Larry Boa can be a little bit condescending. Mm-hmm. He's, which, and he almost got ejected in tonight's game, uh-huh. which is funny. Um, but we were able to watch batting practice this afternoon and they made the mistake. Now, like the women that were there probably range in age from like 18 to 65. Okay. Um, they, and they let us watch batting practice, but didn't tell any of these women that you actually need to pay attention or else you might get hit by a ball. Uh huh. So there was, there were some close calls, uh, but fortunately everyone, uh, everyone survived the day. Good. It's good when everybody survives a sporting event. Yeah. But it's a good thing they got those waivers signed. Yes. Well, yeah, I'm sure they were. Oh, Amy, I got to say goodnight. We're wrapping the show up. That's fine. I'll talk to you soon. Call back again. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Best show, you're on the air. All right. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Hey. This is Emily from Austin. Emily from Austin. What are you doing tonight, Emily? I'm just hanging out. Um, I had something for the topic, but I don't know if there's time to Ah, talk you're about just it. hanging out, huh? Yeah, I'm just hanging out with Walking my dog. Walking through your neighborhood? Um, not yet. I'll do that after we get Oh, you'll home. do that after, right? <laughs> now, when you're walking through the neighborhood, you see, uh, you ever see like, uh, an intriguing uh, light from a window that you can't hear. Well, what's going on in that house, right? Yeah, no, I love doing that. I'm the weirdo in the neighborhood. Next thing you know, you're staring in the window, right? Seeing yeah. what's what. Well, I just like to see how people do stuff. Well, it, it, look, everybody's got their thing. My yeah. thing is I care too much. I, I, I care too much. Your thing is that you are a uh, lady peeper. Because I care so much. Yeah. The lady peepers. Doesn't that sound like a uh, like a team almost? Like, like, so like <laughs> let's hear it for Rutgers and the lady peepers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, what's going on tonight? 
Well, I had a really broad topic I wanted to talk about. Let's hear I also it. have a really specific one. They both suck. They both are things that suck. Give me the best one. Mm, okay. Um, there's a room <laughs> at Disneyland where um, all the missing children go, like the kids who get lost from their parents. And um, I went there once, and it was the saddest place on earth. Were you a lost kid at that point? No, I found a lost kid, and I had to, like, take it somewhere, and a bunch of people it? silently... <laughs> you had to take it somewhere? <laughs> what does it matter? It, I think it was a girl. I, uh, you thought it was a... How are you in charge of this child? I wasn't. I just found it crying. It! <laughs> You honestly could not tell whether the crying child was a boy or a girl. Well, it... It! it has said it again! Uh, she had a bowl cut, so I don't know. But All right, to be fair, bowl cut. That sounds like... I'm, I'm going to say it sounds like you're tacking that on after the fact. This well, bowl I, cut scenario. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize it needed to be said, but now that you pointed it out, yes, um, the bowl cut did kind of like mask the gender mm-hmm, of but the you, child. You didn't go like, "Are you lost, honey?" Yeah, I did. Or are you just but going you like, "All right, bowl cut. <laughs> You're crying a lot. Did you grab the kid by the hair and drag it to that to the weird room?" Yeah, I just put it under my arm like a football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you are hilarious. Uh, um, no, other I was by the teacups, and it was fine. The child was fine, and I didn't know what to do, so I took her hands, and there's no one around. And a bunch of, like, Disney employees kept pointing silently. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of people. Um, well, look, here's the positive side to that is that there's a room where kids are getting found. And I'm sure that kid got found, right? I actually don't know. Well, the kid, didn't, for- the kid didn't fall. Uh, the kid didn't materialize at at Disneyland. Well, true. But I... Suspect like a, that some children just remain there forever because uh, when you go in there, mm-hmm. it's just like there's a what are there? Thing to... old kids like in children's clothes, like outgrown, like, <laughs> yeah. like little propeller hat on their head that doesn't barely fits anymore, <laughs> and like little, <laughs> and they're just there forever. And you know what, Tom? They're all still crying. They're all still crying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, look, I think you did a good thing, and I uh, congratulate you for doing that. And just watch out when you don't get arrested when you when you uh, when you have the urge to peep. Okay. Uh, thank you. All right, you have a great night. You too. All right, my friends, the best show is over. The winners of the tickets for the Sharpling and Worcester live shows, which start on Thursday, Thursday in Seattle at Numos.
Uh, we have uh, Belle Isle Asylum, the winner of those tickets. Congratulations. Portland, Steve Leathers is the winner. San Francisco, Real Jason Morgan. And Los Angeles, Mr. Andrew Flint. Congratulations to all the winners. If you did not win tickets, Portland is sold out. Seattle, there are tickets available. You can get them uh, at stereolaughs.com slash tour. That's laughs, L-A-F-F-S dot com. Uh, San Francisco, September 3rd. Grand American Music Hall, same thing, stereolaughs.com slash tour. And ending the tour in Los Angeles, September 5th, El Rey Theater, stereolaughs.com slash tour. I will see everyone there. And realize that if we uh, are coming to your city, we are not coming back to your city anytime soon. These tour dates are very limited and uh, hard for us to do. And if we're there, that's when you come see us. Because we are not coming back. One other, a couple other announcements. Please realize that uh, Best Show artist Jeff T. Owens has his... uh, Website up, mymetalhand.com. Is that right? Mymetalhand.com. Please be right. I hope it's right. I'm going to check to see if it's right right now. It is mymetalhand.com. He is a great artist. He's done all sorts of Best Show designs. He's designed Best Show posters, uh, Sharpling and Worcester posters, that will be on sale at the live shows. Cannot wait. But check Jeff's stuff out over at MyMetalHand.com and buy his shirts. Uh, our friend Mindy Tucker, the great photographer and a great person, one of my favorite people. There's a show at the Creek and Cave, September 6th at 6.30 p.m. That's in Long Island City, New York. The 2015 Year in Comedy Show. A Year of Comedy Photos by Mindy Tucker of WithReservation.com fame. She's taken nice pictures of me and of John Worcester and all sorts of other comedians. She's a super talent and a super person. Go check that show out. September 6th, Creek, Creek and the Cave in Long Island City, New York, 6.30 p.m. And one more time, I'm going to tell you, Pat Byrne has his show Saturday night. Prove it all night at the WFMU performance space with uh, special guests Amber Nelson, John Reynolds, and uh, Bill Statler and a uh, band. And uh, you can check that out over at WFMU.org or on Facebook at Prove It All Night. What is it? Prove It Show. All right. The best show, uh, Sharpling Worcester Tour, begins now. We will see you in Seattle and Portland. This week, thank you everybody for listening, and thank you for everybody. Thanks, AP Mike. As always, good guy, good guy, good dude. Uh, So uh, get ready. Here's some music for you. On the way out, we are going to listen to something by... Mm, What should I play? New Destroyer album comes out... uh, this Friday, along with the Mike Kroll album, 
let's listen to something from a previous Destroyer record, the five Spanish songs record, appropriately entitled Bye Bye. One, two, three, four... 